0: It's time for a smashing cast from the present. Produced by Michael, the Exo-Paradigm Gamer. Consulted by Haydox, the El... Supervised by Ryan, the Ryrule.
1: And directed by Dan, the King K. It's the Unversed cast. Alright, so this is how we're gonna... Open it, so imagine, um, Doofenshmirtz, Evil Incorporated. After Perry the Platypus. <laughs> And then, um, Perry the Platypus walks in on Doofenshmirtz showering. This could be our fanfic, too. Yeah, Perry the Platypus, goes, <laughs> what are you doing? I'm trying to take a shower here. <gasps> he says, Guys. and by expected, I mean completely expected. And then you hear the George Michael in the background. I have that's, an idea <laughs> the for fanfiction. fiction. <laughs> sorry. Yes,
2: we should just we should just make it up as we go.
1: Oh, that could be so! I
0: make it up as I go. Whoa, whoa! There's. I think that will be so much fun. Um, real talk though, I made an alt Gmail account specifically for a fanfiction.net account, so that that one day, if I so choose, I can write an embarrassing fanfiction with lots of sex in it. Why would you do that? <laughs> <And> you got- <laughs> just keep
2: my scenes PG-13, okay?
0: Uh, I, I, didn't, I, like didn't say I didn't say I was going to write it about you, Ryan.
2: I'm just saying, if I'm <laughs> in you... keep a PG-13. I bruise like a banana.
1: Um, <laughs> I'm Michael, sensitive. I want you to make mine X-rated when you get to the Hadox <laughs> chapter. It's got to be gruesome. It's got to be awful. It, I it... want Mickey in it. That's it. It's going
2: to be—it's going to be called "Hey Cox." See, here's the problem Get. with here's the problem with
0: Get me Cox. trying to write fan fiction.
1: Is—is <laughs> is that
0: I'd probably try too hard, knowing me,
1: because I'm just Jeez. so. I mean, this I ha- sounds like the beginning of a fucking fan fiction, Michael. No, I mean it. I, mean, I, I tried too hard.
0: I mean, Thank I got so far. So the reason that Sonic High School and the like is funny is because someone who ha- it's you know it's Schadenfreude. It's someone who has no business writing a story, writing a story anyway, and it's hilarious. Whereas I feel like you know I have a bachelor's degree and I've written a lot of papers.
1: <laughs> I went to college. Yeah, basically,
0: it, it means that. I. it takes it takes like a special in the moment talent to a write something like high individual. school you know what I mean mm-hmm. and I do, I just don't feel like special I have that individual
3: spark with a specific set of skills <laughs> yeah <a> specific <laughs> set of skills
0: <laughs> I have a specific set of skills and I'm going to hunt you down and kill you is
1: that Kermit the Frog?
0: yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is, by the way, we're, this is the Unverse cast. Uh, we should probably mention that. Sonata started at some point. We talk about games. Yeah, we talk about the video games, and <laughs> we also read the fan fictions. Uh, and today, we are continuing our Mario retrospective.
2: Are, uh, doll, we got something to talk about first.
0: So, Ryan, how drunk are you right now?
2: I, 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 I'm not... I'm not
0: I may have had 3 margaritas but I'm still I'm still
2: stone sober. I can handle my margaritas. <laughs> I am a goddamn champion.
0: Okay. Okay. Uh so what did but you want to say Ryan?
2: Wasn't there a smashing uh oh. thing that happened a few days ago?
0: Well, it's it's probably been like a week at this point but sure we yeah. can talk about that
1: real quick.
2: Yeah! Um,
1: yeah, I have nothing so, to say though really. <laughs> I I agree with King K, I have nothing to say.
2: I have a thing to say.
1: Okay. They haven't
0: unveiled Isaac as an assist trophy yet, so he might be in the game, guys.
2: Well, 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 well. You just say that every week, Ryan. Mm, My boy, my boys, my boys. (laughs) Ryan's gonna, Papa John's gonna get real with you. Okay. Papa fair. John. So, like, and you know, i just...
0: real. Does this mean that this is a conference call and the N word is forthcoming? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was good. That was good he idea. called himself Papa John. So what was I? What else <laughs> was I supposed to do? That joke I wrote itself. a
2: moment. Anyway, what were you well, saying, Ryan? Well, N word aside. Uh, <laughs> so you <laughs> know when when Smash <laughs> was announced. When Smash Ultimate was announced at E3 this year, you know, there was a lot of people saying, Oh, hey, maybe K. Rule, maybe Simon, and you know, you saw a bunch of leaks to say K. Rule and Simon. You take leaks with a grain of salt, right? And well, you know? K. Rule and Simon are in Smash, which is really fucking cool. Now, <laughs> now, I'm starting to see things all over the place about my boy Skull Kid and my boy Isaac. Being the next fucking character to be announced, it's a leak. You don't fucking you, you take it with a grain of salt. But then, Sakurai I had the gall to post that fucking Monster Hunter picture. So now to put the picture up at the thing where you see like you see Link, you see Marth, you see Shulk, and then you see the Monster Hunter dragon, the Rathalos. It might be that, and it was specifically angled. To look the way how it looks in this picture, and it looks almost note for note, like the battles from the Golden Sun games. Could be a coincidence, but it looks like Golden Sun, and I just want my boy being smash
3: Dude, I hope that's a thing. Now Ryan, you gotta temper your expectations here.
2: <laughs> oh, I know. I know. And I'm trying. I'm trying real hard. But now I'm seeing everybody say Isaac might might be in it and more and more people are talking about it and I'm trying to I'm trying to say try to be realistic but people are getting my hopes up and I don't like that because I'm going to crash and burn and be sad. So
0: oh, All right. Why why are you so excited to see a character come into Smash from a game that wasn't even finished? I'm... Oh my
2: God! Oh. Cool. <laughs> Actually, my boy, it was finished because it got its sequel. The sequel the is stage. just the
0: the sequel is like the back half of what was supposed to be one
2: game. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? At least it came out. I want so, the well, so Fortnite did Final guy. Fantasy Fifteen. It's not finished yet. <laughs> it's not finished yet. Yeah, we still no, got DLC until here. 2020, Stop boys. You
3: listen here. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that
1: up. Please. Now,
2: in fairness, Exo brought that up, not me. That wasn't me, that was Exo. Just
1: saying. Okay, so at the Unversed cast, we talk about uh, video games. And, um... <laughs> Wow, you caught us in the middle of doing a 3D Mario retrospective. Now, Michael, <laughs> take it away. What is... How do you define 3D Mario if you were to write a Wikipedia article? Now, hold You're on. you are fucking shocked. I mean, you For went to it. college and all. I, I right?
0: appreciate you, <laughs> you keeping to us college. to
1: schedule, Mr. Hadox, but...
0: But uh, <laughs> we do have a few items on the docket before we can continue our retrospective. Okay. Like
2: um, how Isaac could be in Smash Brothers. Well, I do think
0: I do think it is worth noting that you know, as the big D.K.C. nut of the group here, like Haydos likes some of the games, uh, but I'm the one who's has the most experience with them. It is really cool to see K Rule back in HD. Uh, you know uh,
3: what? Though no, I, I think I have the most experience. <laughs> Ooh, he, well, my yeah, name, your name right? is King K. I he just, and stole my name years ago. But that could just that could
0: just as much apply to the Yellow Koopa from Thousand Year Door.
3: Or it no, could be no, fucking no, okay. Kingdom King Planet He traveled to the future, saw that I was naming myself this, and he he put so it, he's, it on himself. He's named after you.
0: Is what you're saying? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's a fun fact. Add that, <gasps> add that to the Super Mario Wiki. It and makes sense
2: <laughs> because he's the Bugia King.
0: And and if the admins take out that tidbit of information, put it back in over and over until they <laughs> just <Yeah>. leave it.
1: <laughs> Famous YouTube reviewer king k stolen uh, a gigantic fucking <laughs> crocodile has stolen this youtuber's name <laughs> um yeah so king
0: yeah king k ruled. that's great and i hope that if they make a returns three that they'll bring back the kremlings because i liked the snowmads but you just can't beat the kremlin crew in my personal opinion yeah. and the tiki's were lame but that's beside the point uh simon belmont's coming in there's someone else who was announced Richter. Dark Samus and Richter. Krom.
2: Richter.
0: Richter yeah, and I don't Simon know who Krom is.
2: By the way, by the way, well, first I know who Krom is. I like Krom. He's a cinnamon roll and he's pure and I love him. But, also, there was an elite that said- I'm clapping a lot, I feel like twip. There was an <laughs> elite that said that, you know, K. is gonna be in it, and, uh, Simon's gonna be in it, Isaac's gonna be in it, and Krom is going to be an Echo of Roy! And people are saying Krom ain't gonna be in the game cause fuck Fire Emblem, but he's in the fucking game, he's an Echo of Roy!
3: That be so, okay, stress. okay, so, Ryan, so in, in uh, other I'd words. like to inform the audience you should not pay attention to the rambling man <laughs> in the background. <laughs> yes! Ryan, <sir! laughs> listen, li- Ryan. Drink some black coffee,
0: <laughs> get yourself a slap in the face and a cold shower, and then come back and rejoin us for this podcast. Fuck you, I'll do what I want! You're drunk off your ass. <laughs> I'm, how can I be drunk, man. <laughs> I'm not drunk. <laughs> well, you su- your speech patterns suggest otherwise.
2: Well, Did you ever think that maybe it is because I was at work for ten hours today and <laughs> I am buck ass sore?
1: You got Ryan. You tell Luxo Paradigm gamer. Yeah, yeah. You, you tell me. You tell me.
2: I will tell you. Full time jobs ain't no joke.
1: Indeed.
0: Um. But yeah, did I mean oh. I? To be clear, I have no opposition to Isaac being in the game. We, I mean if these rumors are anything to go off on it sounds like there's a pretty good chance uh, but oh, there is fuck. some
1: um, other gaming news we could talk about if we wanted to delay Sunshine even more <laughs> um, uh, the the Spyro remake got delayed quite a bit yeah by about two months if I'm not mistaken
2: yeah, yeah. yes
1: um, so that way they can
2: add the other games onto the disc I hopefully,
0: hopefully that's what that, that means
1: yeah, because that would suck. I I love. I I mean I'm like preaching to the choir at this point, but the feeling of popping in a game right when you get it, I really like that. I mean,
2: I'm pretty sure that that is the reason why, because the developers convinced Activision to delay the game so they could put all the games on the disc. Yeah,
0: is that that's what I heard. Said?
2: That's what I
3: heard. It wasn't confirmed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Fuck just it. what people it, think. Activision's dumb. Nobody... Really? Nobody really? Of any really? That a <laughs> All that we know is uh,
0: that it got delayed. Yeah. Yeah. So there's there's that news. Um, I mean, I guess in terms of Smash, I'm still waiting for the announcement of some kind of single-player mode. that's well, worth it, it was teased uh, that,
1: at a little bit. Yeah, they teased like it, like the, it with, with um, the pixelated mode. Which
2: was uh, translated to look like it to be uh, spirits or something.
1: That's exciting. Mm-hmm. okay I... you
2: know uh, now now that we're back on the topic of smash uh, there is also one other thing I would like to point out is that like during the direct they pointed out like really like a whole bunch of really interesting uh game modes like how um you could pick like a handful of stages and then like while you're fighting on one stage it'll transform to the next one uh, there's a thing now with um the final smash being like for you know being a chargeable meter which I really like. And um, there there were some other things like the squad assault where you could pick up to like three or five characters to, you know, fight against another person with three or five characters. Like, all of this stuff sounds really cool. But my thing is, is that like, am I going to be able to use this online against strangers? Because that was my thing against Smash 4, where it's like, it has a lot of interesting stuff to get, like the custom moves for like your Miis and your amiibos and, you know, your fighters and all that kind of stuff. But you couldn't use that online against anybody you can either only use it with friends online or offline and I didn't like that it was one of the things that made me like feel like all the stuff in smash 4 just kind of felt like fluff like padding like it wasn't really it wasn't worth all of the effort to go out and get everything so if they can fix that and like make me you know make these modes be able to be used online against random opponents then I'm going to get a lot more mileage out of this game bar none that's the one thing I'm hoping for besides a single player campaign
3: yeah. Besides Isaac.
2: And I well <laughs> in terms of like game mechanics and stuff like and stuff like that.
3: Mm-hmm. I okay. want Sans Undertale. Oh, I yeah. do Under- too. Yep. Unironically. We're gonna
0: have Undertale characters in Smash
3: bros! Okay, look. Okay, Uh, no. Let let, let me say something. I wanna, I wanna release a PSA from my lips. (laughs) All right. Okay. If Shovel Knight was not playable, nobody from Undertale be playable. All right. So Hmm. let's just,
1: let's just nip that in the bud right now. Alright, Those are fighting words, King K. Are they? I want Sans. I mean, even even
3: Shovel Knight
2: is in the game as an assist.
3: Well, I'm not. Undertale could be in the game, but I doubt there'll be a fighter.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Hmm.
3: Honestly, I don't think we'll get anything of Undertale. Yeah, I mean the game. Yeah, I just really I feel, like, I feel like the Shovel Knight being a assist trophy is almost just like a thing that says that probably won't get a fighter. That's yeah, that's not true. you know. Yeah,
2: I mean it's possible for uh, Shantae. I'd be down for that.
3: Yeah. Uh, Shantae, I feel. I'm just leaning further niche. away from it. I feel <sighs> like Shovel Knight had way more of a chance than Shantae ever did.
2: Yeah, Shanta yeah. has the uh, the Nintendo history with the Game Boy.
3: Yeah. Eh.
0: She has more history so. than fucking Cloud. But
1: Cloud's <laughs> iconic, though.
0: Yeah, he's iconic, so but... Like, the only game he's been in is, like, <laughs> what? Um, that, that fucking Kingdom Hearts Recoded? I think he was in that game. And Chain, Chain of Memories... is
2: of Memories, uh, theater rhythm for the 3DS... Like, but, he's been in like a lot of spinoffs on the Nintendo handhelds. But
0: the actual stage that they brought in was not from any of those games. <laughs> so it's clearly no. supposed to be FF7, but it's like... FF7 was never well, on what any about Nintendo Gear? console. What about Metal Gear? Metal Gear had the Twin Snakes on the GameCube.
2: Yep.
1: And it All had right. Ghost well, Battle. I'm sorry, the- Mr. Trivia Man. I don't know.
2: Ooh! Ooh! In the link, they had Chrom and Isaac and Carol and Simon also said that Terra... Which makes me think, no. No, they said Sora in that
1: one, Ryan. They said Sora. No, Terra. (laughs) Sora? Yeah, they said Sora. Sora's
3: never
2: going to make it. They said Terra from Final Fantasy VI.
3: No, you don't put my boy down, Ryan. (laughs) He's a Smash Flash, too. You don't put my boy down and rise yours up at the same time. All right? Hey,
2: hey, listen. Listen. My boy rises up because he is like the fucking sun, and the sun rises. The All sun right. will rise we again! Need some,
3: we
0: need equivalent exchange. Hashtag we need. the sun will rise again.
2: Hashtag!
0: Sora has just as so much drunk. of a fucking
3: chance as Isaac. Go. It's <laughs> <laughs> is gonna okay, happen. I think I think maybe I don't it's actually time care to care about stop. Smash that much, so
0: I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> okay, so yeah, so that's her t- little Smash discussion that took up 15 minutes. Uh, but with that done, it's time. So no. it's time for fan fiction, no. And no. we're we're bringing back the the fan favorite fan fiction segment for this for this no. rebooted series. By the way, uh, I want to point out in the podcast itself, in case you're still watching this on YouTube, that there is now an audio version available on SoundCloud. And when I get figure out how to get the RSS feed on like uh, Spotify and iTunes, we'll do that as well, uh, so you can download it through there. So. Keep a keep an eye on that. Uh, be sure to follow How us exciting. on SoundCloud. exciting! I'm so excited.
1: Thank Is it you. as exciting
2: as Shadow being
1: a Smash? Uh, no. <laughs> you know what makes Shadow you weak? Smash.
2: Your loyalty to your pathetic friends. Okay,
0: Alec. Okay, so what did you just post, Michael? Oh, I thought that that was the fanfiction because it said fanfiction.net. <laughs> I
1: posted that earlier. Wait, can we read <laughs> this?
0: I mean, you can if you want, but that's <laughs> not oh, the fanfiction. Hey,
2: hey. Long time oh, hey, no see, the book thief said. Nope, Hitler did not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Oh, the book thief said. Yeah, Hitler said.
3: And then okay, so, so I'd is... like to point out that his name is Hilter.
0: Hilter, Hilter, <laughs> oh. Dyslexia! I like think well, why is Hitler. this
3: link to the last chapter? I read that as Hitler.
0: My, my world it just got turned upside down. The first chapter down. was
1: bad, King K. I needed to sift through it. You, how much but of this did you read? A little bit. I read uh, bit. the whole, he was evil. He was gay. He was atheist. <laughs> he was the Shadow so Mario. this
0: okay. So this fan fiction is called Super Mario Sunshine Adventure, and Haydos picked Very this themed. out. So uh, whether themed. whether it's good or bad, he gets the credit or shame for it. Um, in the description, so, so it's featuring
3: th- this story in Media Res, right? <laughs> this is okay. what yeah. What the <laughs> fuck? There's 61 chapters. This is this is like even
0: like twice as long as Sonic High School.
2: We're not we're not reading all of this. No, are no, no,
0: no, no, no. We're just reading well, that's one I said. chapter. We're starting from like the end. Okay. So Mario and Peach have invited Sonic and Amy along with some other unlikely characters to go on vacation with them to Isle Delfino. But as soon as their lovely and wonderful vacations start, trouble occurs. Can Mario and Sonic, along with some unlikely allies, clean this whole mess up? Or Isle Delfino be doomed? Okay. And it's by Finvara Fairy all right so uh by the way sonata roll the intro real quick it's it's time yeah. all right that's the intro so we are, we're starting <laughs> yeah. we're star- yeah. like kinkai said we're starting in medius race with episode four a fine ending to a fine Wait, adventure What did you
1: say medius race what did you say
3: medius race that's how it's that's how it's spelled i'm pretty sure it's also oh it's pronounced gosh. but i've only ever heard people say in meteor res yeah it's so medius it like it's medius Michael. race um,
0: oh Peach stood there, watching the sunset, uh, sunset, breathing out a heavy sigh. Mario was hold- standing next to her, still a little bit sad about what happened to Flood. Mario wasn't wearing his cap, and he was holding it in his hands. Uh, Aww. the others were there, too. Sonic was just standing there with his arms crossed over his chest. Amy standing next to him, and Pauline standing on his other side. Silver and Blaze were standing <laughs> together, off to the side. Lots of description. <coughs> From the interruption, everyone turned around to see Toadsworth, Baby Daisy, Baby. Wait, hold on a minute. Baby Daisy and Baby Peach are with the, the adult. What? Yes. Okay. Okay. Like and we, all the like other we Toads. Then. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess unlikely. That, I quite um... likely that we've entered the story from the end. And all the other Toads standing there. One of the Toads was holding Flood in his arms and presented it to them. Everyone's eyes widened. "'Flood turned his head towards them and said one thing.
2: "'The vacation starts now.' "'And
0: so it did.' Mario <laughs> promised to take Peach to all of the places that he and his friends visited. First he went to Bianco Hills, which was the first place he ever visited with Sonic. Toadsworth to Toads, Baby Daisy, and Baby Peach all tagged along. Peach loved the place, and Toadsworth took all kinds of pictures. While Mario was taking them all around Isle Delfino, Silver and Blaze <laughs> had gone back to Penis Park and were currently enjoying themselves, riding oh, all Oh, you're these- so funny. Riding all of the all, all all of attractions that Penis Park had to offer. Also, so it gave them time to get even closer to each other and just enjoy each other's company. Pauline was hanging out with Flood since there wasn't anyone else to hang out with, and everyone was doing their own thing. <laughs> the ravishing woman had Flood on her back, and she was back at oh, village checking oh, on one of the giant woman. fluffs and just soaring through the sky, not caring where the fluff was taking her. How recent I is this! I am enjoying myself. <laughs> Bell Flood happily. Good! Pauline laughed as they went along. Sonic and Amy were together. The Blue Hedgehog had been speeding along the Serena beach, and it was during <laughs> the evening. Sonic had already vis- visited every location for a second time and had his fun. This was the last part of his journey. Sonic! Slowing down to a stop, Sonic turned around and was met with the sight of Amy running towards him, looking about ready to tackle him with a hug. Sonic whirled around and was about to take off running again, but Amy's voice stopped him once more.
2: DON'T RUN for ME, SONIC! PLEASE! Can let y- pause for a second. I just- I don't know how the rest of this fanfiction goes, but I would like to just say it is refreshing to see, like, a fanfiction that involves, like, Sonic and Amy and not have anything to evolve like, Sonic's doomsday balls. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I kind of missed that, though.
2: I'm waiting for it. I'm like, and then Sonic whipped out his penis and then (laughs) shoved it down Amy's throat and then Amy whipped out her vagina.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
2: (laughs) It's so fucking
0: refreshing. Holy shit. Not wanting to be a jerk, Sonic's side... uh dramatically and stayed where he was when amy advanced upon him he was surprised to find out that amy did not hug him sonic was very discombobulated but waited until the pink hedgehog caught his breath what's up amos ask sonic (laughs) ask sonic staring at her did this have something to do
2: I, i think that's supposed to be ames
0: and well that's you read it as amos that's, that's what it Amos. is. Amos. Yeah, Amos. I think
2: it's supposed to be Amos.
0: Well, it's supposed to be Amy, but he spelled it wrong. No, it's I think supposed it's to Ami- be Ames. I think Ames is just like, short just for Ames, Amy. Michael. That's why I posted it earlier, Amy. Michael, because it sounds funny. Ames. Cause Cause what's it's a up, nickname. Ames? Asked Onyx at her. <laughs> what's some...
2: up, Ames?
0: Did this have something to do with what she wanted to talk to him about God before dammit. she had gotten kidnapped? Um... Well, Amy reached into her dress pocket and pulled out the bracelet she had made for him, holding it out with a shy expression, decorating her face. Sonic Damn. looked stunned as
3: he reached over and plucked the bracelet well, you know out what? of the no, female pause. hedgehog's hand. That's game. what it is. That's why it happened. Because we're used to Sonic High School. We're used to misspellings. We're used to it. You just expect it now. (laughs) We've we've grown (laughs) numb to it. Yeah. Uh, He examined it
0: for a long moment before grinning from ear to ear and pulling the bracelet onto his wrist. Looks nice, Ames. Thanks, Sonic winked at her. Amy's face flushed.
3: You like it? You really like it?
0: Like it? Sonic chuckled, shaking his head. Unlike (laughs) Knuckles, he'd rather flex his (laughs) muscles. I love it!
3: Oh,
2: (laughs) Sonic! Why is your fucking Amy voice the fucking thing from Madagascar?
1: What do you mean? It yeah. sounds like. It's not more His more <laughs> impression oh, is too sorry. good.
2: <laughs> like the little stupid annoying rap from Madagascar <laughs> with the big dumb eyes. Oh, panic. <laughs> Amy was about <laughs> to throw herself <laughs> at him and Sonic closed his
0: eyes, <laughs> and for <speech laughs> <and bravery laughs> impact but it never came. Opening his green eye, Sonic would see Amy standing there and staring down at her boots,
2: hands clasped in front of her. Sonic stared at her. are you okay? Can I hug you? No, you can't fucking do that shit. Sonic has to be King Julian.
0: Are you okay? <laughs> Can I hug you? Sonic stared at her as if she had grown a second head, and he blinked several times. Uh, I wanted to ask before, before I did anything. (laughs) Amy mumbled, still looking at her boots. Her boots were much more interesting than Sonic's face right now. The speedster watched the girl for a long moment before putting on a crooked grin and gave her a thumbs up. Yeah, sure, why not? Amy raised her head and her face brightened with glee. She threw herself at her blue hero and tackled him with a hug, sending him to the ground with her on top of him. Oh, Sonic! She squealed happily, giggling. (laughs) Sonic placed his hands onto the sand as Amy nuzzled his cheek. Sonic tried not to roll his eyes at Amy's ridiculous display of affection.
2: You're welcome, (laughs) Amy. (laughs) Wait, where's (laughs) that evil, atheist, dirtbag Shadow Mario? (laughs)
0: Well, it's um, finally. So here's an author's note. Well, it's finally over. I appreciate the reviews, favorites, and follows. There will be a sequel, but it's not related to Sunshine. A lot more characters will be present. Anyway, thanks for Yay. reading.
1: Ugh. So okay, I chose this one because I felt like we needed a decompress after oh. Sonic High School. I, w- I was gonna. I was gonna say <laughs> no, I, I this fanfiction was still too good. Traumatized from it. Yeah. I w- <laughs>
3: I was surprised it was like it when we're really fucking it.
1: tame. <laughs> I know. That's the funniest thing I could tell. Like, I was like, when are they going to fucking fuck? When are they going <laughs> gonna... to... Gonna... You know,
2: Excel, like you were you were talking about, like, her boots were more interesting than Sonic's face. I, no, th- I thought I... you were saying her boobs. Uh, uh, yeah. I was just about to say, oh, I'm... there it is.
0: Listen, I, I'm no pedo here, but when I read that, I, I thought for sure he was going to go for boobs because I was just so used to Sonic high school.
2: <laughs> I thought you said boobs. I'm like, there it is. Her so boots okay. were
0: much more... Yeah, yeah, I mean, she's looking at... It. Unless if she was supposed to be looking at her own boobs. But I suppose... Oh, fuck. I don't know, whatever. Uh, yeah, but like I was saying, this fan fiction is just too good, is the problem. Like like I was saying at the beginning here, this is closer to something I would write, you know, than Sonic High School, which is like the funny, bad kind of fan fiction. You know what I mean? Uh. Mm-hmm. So yeah so next time uh you're gonna have to pick
1: something shittier Hadox. okay but i thought we needed to like um yeah no you're right about that we need we needed a break uh but (laughs) you
0: know i mean we got never mind uh we'll we'll figure that out for next time but that was our fan fiction segment everyone um i liked it uh, i liked it yeah well i mean i did too but not ironically
2: you know, you know. Sometimes you just need something a little tame every once in a while. Yeah, I agree with Hadox. Thank you, Hadox. You're welcome.
3: Thank you, Haydos. my best. Clapping the hands. Golf clap. Thank you. All I'll right.
2: drink to that.
0: <laughs> yep. Hold on, Ryan. I thought you weren't drunk yet. I'm not. Okay. Not yet. All right. All right. All right. I need to. I need to back off of Ryan. have been. I've been picking on him. Uh you do that a lot. I do do, do that. A lot. But okay, so are we so we can we can do you, do we want to talk about what we've been playing lately or do you just want to get right into sunshine here? I, Let's I delve, can do either. I want to delve right into sunshine. All right. Sounds like okay. So Hadox uh provided us with an oh, no. excellent intro earlier. Uh but it wasn't the time. Uh but now it is the time. Uh, we're we're back. Wait, where do you want me to start? <laughs> <laughs> we're There's back so much with We're back with Super Mario the 3D Super Mario Retrospective here on Unversecast. Cast. Uh, last yes. episode we talked about Super Mario 64, and Hadox got uh, the monkey off of his chest, metaphorically speaking. Um, <laughs> uh, not Hadox, Ryan got the monkey off of his chest. And Now we're moving on to the second 3D Mario game, that being Super Mario Sunshine. And I think it's fair to say that the four of us have a more positive than average opinion of this game.
1: Yeah, I love Super Mario Sunshine. It's my favorite. I think it's my favorite Mario game. You know what? You know what? It's it's my favorite 3D
2: Mario game.
0: Yeah. Okay, so I'll say that. So that that's interesting, Ryan, because historically when we would ask you, you would say that 3D World was your favorite.
2: You know, because then I went back and played 3D World. And I was you know, like I even said this in the last podcast too, but I also made sure to be careful with what I was saying because like I like the way how 3D world kind of plays, where like it's more of a 3D like it's 3D. And it's Mario. It's Mario in 3D. And I like that. But at the same time, with 3D World specifically, if you're playing by yourself, it is incredibly boring, I think. It is incredibly, incredibly boring. Like, it's just, it's too... It's too easy. It's too Mm -hmm. blah. There's nothing interesting going on in the level design. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. And we'll, so. we'll have plenty of time to talk about 3D World in when we talk about it in an episode, but uh, yeah. I will say that the experience of playing it with, uh, say, my brother, for instance, is a very <laughs> different one from playing it on your own, and the game is a lot more fun with friends. Uh, so yes. I, I definitely agree with you on that point, but yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, and personally, it's probably... Cause I love a lot of Mario games. Like most of my top 10 favorite games are Mario games. (laughs) Like there's paper Mario's up there. Galaxy two is up there and sunshine is up there. And I could probably put Mario brothers three in there if I wanted to. And you know, I just like Mario a lot is the point. Um, but I think that sunshine and galaxy two are tied for the top spot. As far as Mario games in the main series Mm -hmm. go. Uh, So Mm -hmm. I I fucking love Sunshine, uh, but that's no secret to anyone who's ever watched anything I've ever made. Hell yeah. Uh, What about you, King K? Uh,
3: You know, I I probably have the lowest opinion relatively of us four. Okay. Hmm? It's, It's not like... I still like it. I just... I don't know if I like... Judging by what you've said, I think I probably might have the lower... Of the four opinions in terms of like what I don't like about it.
0: <laughs>
3: now, I mean,
0: so it sounds like the, the three out of four of us would say that it is improved over 64, Ryan especially. Yeah. Uh, but I think it where, improved where do you over stand 64, in? too. Uh, so you prefer it over 64, you said? I do, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, so even, um, with uh, then, King K, K hold being on. more
1: critical than the rest <laughs> you, of us. You kind of sounded like a, like a lawyer for a 2nd like, <laughs> so you said, um, it's improved over 64, right? Um, yeah, it's, 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 it's like my said, Sunshine right? review, where King K represented Mario's
0: defense attorney. Oh, shit. Because yeah. Peach was too fucking cheap <laughs> to buy him one. Or pay cheap, for one. Cheap, cheap. Like a yeah. fish. I'm the I'm the princess of the mushroom kingdom and I can't afford a lawyer to save this man who has rescued me from a turtle dragon
1: 50 times.
4: <laughs>
1: have you ever realized they bathe in their piss at the end? I'm sorry? They bathe in their piss at the end. Are you talking like they're about having a little piss bath? Are you talking about <laughs>
0: Bowser and Bowser Jr in the green hot tub? Yeah, <laughs> that's their piss. So they have green piss.
2: If it, if, it, if, it, if
0: it was yellow then Game i would have theory if it was yellow then i would have gotten it right away you know what i mean but it, it just Game it looks theory. it looks more like garbage water than piss i'm i think it's piss, or like mud with you all right sure it's, well it's, can, it's head definitely can it's piss. piss um but yeah so there's a lot to cover with super mario and sunshine and like kdoc
1: said it's kind of difficult to figure out where to start But hey, Uh, docs. Well, I wanna wait, wait. I wanna start because I think. Yeah, I was actually gonna ask uh, you to
0: kick us off,
1: so perfect. I think it's interesting how it starts like as a movie almost, because it starts with like, it starts with like a movie text, you know, like Super Mm -hmm. Nintendo presents Super Mario Sunshine. Mm -hmm. It like, it starts like a movie and it goes to that the plane in in the sky. And I remember as a kid, I would, like, take my little sippy cup of chocolate milk and sit down and fucking watch that shit. (laughs) Oh, I love that cutscene that plays at the beginning. Especially, um, the, 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 you know the guy when he's like, Welcome to El Delfino. You know the noise he makes? Do you know what I'm talking about?
0: Yeah, it's supposed to be, like, fake Hawaiianese. (laughs) Really? Yeah, it's well. That's what they're going for. Clearly, it's like it's kind of like when you're on a plane to Hawaii and you're watching like all the videos talking about Roy's restaurant or whatever, and they throw in a <laughs> couple of random Hawaiian <laughs> words to, to bait the tourists. That's what that was supposed to be, I think. Really? Because the Japanese love to vacation in Hawaii because it's like Re- between oh Japan gosh. and the U.S. So if you go that to Hawaii, sense. you'll see a lot of
1: Japanese people on vacation. So. I went to Hawaii and the one when I was a kid so maybe I don't remember this much but I don't remember them like saying nonsense words they like said mahalo which means thank you I know that cuz they were like they taught me how to say it when I was eating a burger as a kid I remember well, that yeah. very distinctly
0: Well I mean real the Hawaiian is a real language I'm not saying that that's nonsense. I'm saying that in the context of Super Mario Sunshine, the gibberish that the Pianta is saying during that announcement is supposed to be like a gibberish imitation of Hawaiian.
1: Is that right? I feel like that's a little racist. Well, maybe.
0: It's supposed to be like the native Piantan language or something. I think that's what it's supposed to be. But because it's not a real
1: language, it just sounds like gibberish. Oh my gosh, I never knew that. That's hilarious. I always thought it was just a silly noise Charles, Charles Martinet made. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, but as you were saying about the game being very cinematic towards the beginning.
4: Yeah.
1: yeah. Um I kind of... The, the part that always fucked with me as a kid was like, you know when Peach looks on the camera... At the screen, and she see she sees Shadow Mario, and she's like, "Yo, anybody see that <coughs> shit?" And they're all like, "Nah." They're like Mario's having an orgasm about food, and Toadsworth like, "Get get me the fuck off this plane." <laughs> I love that. Yeah, <sighs> I love the beginning of this game, and then oh, the Toads, the Toads when they're poking like the the. Watch like Pinky paint
0: my girl. <laughs> it's moving.
1: <laughs> no, no, boys! Don't touch that stuff. I love that. Oh my god! <laughs> and speaking of
0: which, when they were filming that that tourism video, did they not know? Did the people who are editing it not notice that there was a big shadowy character in the background?
2: <laughs> yes, not.
0: <laughs>
2: like, if you
0: want, if you want to, the the cons- Super Mario Sunshine's plot has the consistency of Swiss cheese. Like you don't have <laughs> to, you don't have to poke holes in it because
1: they're everywhere. Uh, but that's what makes it so great. It's so funny. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's I'm... like unlike uh. the
0: Super Mario Sunshine fan fiction we just read, which was ironically or uh, unironically charming. Uh, Super Mario Sunshine itself is ironically charming. Yeah,
2: um,
0: I love them.
2: Um, I do. I do want to say that. Um, I do like that how there was an effort. You know, mm-hmm. there was actual effort into actually making, like, a story this time around. Because you yeah. could, like... Maybe with the exception of Galaxy, like, no other 3D Mario game, no really other core Mario game has really done that. You know?
4: Yeah.
2: I mean, I, granted, I still think that the story sucks, and I do think there are some entertaining bits in it, but... You know, I think that, like, if you're gonna go with, like, this wacky idea, they should have gone all out, and they didn't really do that, I think. Okay. Like, I wish they just kind of went, like, really stupidly over the top.
0: Like, I I do agree that, in a sense, that when you watch the deliveries of some of the lines, like, Go straight that way. You can't miss the mess, pal. Your first (laughs) job's to get rid of all that ugliness. And remember we'll be watching how the you pal. Fuck, we'll know how the if fuck do you start slacking off so
1: well you just like, like have it imprinted in the back of your mind like all these fucking <laughs> characters. It's ridiculous. Princess, look <laughs> you, on the statue's head. What? Can you do what's what's your impression of Junior? Oh, God.
2: Yeah, Papa told me all about it. <laughs> yeah, way my... Dad, you bet
0: This Batman. is my magic brush. It brings to life whatever I dream of it. A strange now man in a white you leave my coat. mama alone. That's actually... Yours is better. Yours is better.
1: Yeah, I have that <laughs> You natural. leave my mama
0: alone, you bad Batman. You bad
1: Batman. I fucking... Yeah. Honestly, as a kid, we're getting in, into spoiler territory for anybody oh, who... Cares. <laughs> spoiled territory. The lore <laughs> of Super <biggest> Mario Sunshine <laughs> of this century. When I was a kid, like when the twist happens with Bowser Jr. being Shadow Mario, that blew my fucking mind. <laughs> I would like put down the controller, and I remember like looking around, and I'm like, "This can't be happening. This can't <laughs> be <happening." laughs> I'm Like, who is this? I started getting scared. <laughs> And I remember, Uh. oh, this is the funniest thing. I forgot to include this in that script. When, for a good year of my life, when I looked at my shadow, I thought that was, like, Shadow Mario. (laughs) Oh, my God.
2: (laughs) Well, you know what? In fairness, in fairness, Adox, you know, when I was a kid and I played Majora's Mask for the first time, like, whenever (laughs) I would hear, like, a plane, like... Outside at night, and it'll make like the little sound. I mm-hmm. thought that was the moon falling down, so <laughs> I get what you mean. <laughs> or, like, I- I'll like, look outside, I see that it's a full moon, and I'm like, it's only a matter of time before that fucking thing comes <laughs> hurling down towards us. We're all fucking dead. You know, also, to be fair, fair, Ryan, I'm way. not
3: sure Majora's Mask is a good game for your child to play.
2: Oh <laughs> no, my daddy got turned into a mummy. <laughs> <laughs> oh no my daddy's now a mommy mommy <laughs> mommy <laughs> Jeez.
0: uh but yeah i mean like Ryan like ryan was saying like he felt like they should have just known it was cheese and kind of went with it it does mm-hmm. feel like a lot of the charm and entertainment value of the story and the voice acting especially is kind of in spite of everyone's best efforts if that yeah. makes any sense. Like, I'm sure when Charles Martinet was sitting down to record the, the lines for You can't miss the mess, pal. I'm sure he, <laughs> he was just doing what the voice director told him to. You know? And he's... Yeah. I very much doubt that the, that the direction he was given was make this as ironically funny as possible. I <laughs> seriously doubt that. So... I don't know, but think, it's kind um, of like Sonic Adventure Two for go me. Up to
3: Charles Martinet and be like, "Do your shittiest impression possible." <laughs> <laughs> it's it's kind of
0: like Sonic Adventure Two for me, though, where like the entertainment's kind of like on the same level, where yeah. it's like the voice acting is not terrible enough to be grating, but
1: not good enough to not be funny in, in spite of itself. It's in the dumb middle zone. It's like in that dumb zone. Yeah, you know? yeah, and personally, like on mess. that level,
0: I find it incredibly entertaining to watch. Yeah, and the game's pretty light on story, anyway. Like, except for the beginning, <clears> and <throat> that makes the game kind of like of all the different. That's probably the most difficult part of replaying Sunshine for me is having to sit yeah, through like ten sure. minutes of cutscenes when I want to play it again. Uh, mm. But you know, after the beginning, it's pretty light on story, and you can skip most <clears> of it. So
3: you know what? You know what? I'll give it. Uh, I think it's... It's it's admirable in a way that Sunshine attempts... It's kind of what Ryan was saying, but I want to kind of cross-compare, right? I'm okay. glad <laughs> Sunshine was a game I played when I was a kid. I'm glad that 3D World was not a su- game that I played when I was a kid in comparison. Mm. Because when you when you just, like... This is gets to the core of why if it's such a hard time trying to explain to people why 3D World is not, like... Why I just don't click with it is because Sunshine goes out... Like, Sunshine is really memorable, you know? Like, yeah. Sunshine is, like... Yeah. Even if I hadn't played it as a kid and I played it now, it's, like... It's just so memorable and, and like, I feel like what they've crafted there is really interesting and unique and I don't get it anywhere else. Well, but when I play 3D World, it's like all that's there is like granted excellent level design but like that's all it is for me you know it's just Mm -hmm. like floating blocks in space and that's that's no surprise it's why some of my least favorite parts of Sunshine are just the floating things in space you know but but you know
2: (laughs) something with Sunshine though is that like you know you're saying that it's unique and I think the reason why also this game is so memorable and why it stands out amongst like all the other games is because like this is like it has so little to do with like, what we're used to with Mario. Like, everything's about the Mushroom Kingdom, and... You know, it's... It's like, the, you go to the grass, the desert, the beach, the ghost house, the mountains... You know, that... Like, it's... it's Mario's always been very tropey. Like, even with Galaxy and Galaxy 2, to an extent, like, they you still have Mario tropes in it. Mm-hmm. And this game doesn't really have that. You know, it has one established setting... You know, and this is also something that I brought up in my review back from like 2016, where it's like all the levels kind of like fit into one another, and they all feel like as if they can be in the same place. Like if you're in the the hotel place, and you look off just a little bit to the distance, yeah, you can see I the harbor that. and you can see the the I amusement park. And I love yeah, that kind of stuff. That was
3: my favorite thing in the world. Yeah. I just see the other places.
2: Yeah, like that's really fucking cool. That's
1: that's what I wanted in Mario Odyssey. If I had to have a complaint, thinking about it now, Xo. Like I would have loved to, like you know, um, you go from don't you go from the what is it called? You go from Cap, Cap Kingdom. Oh, to you Cascade go from Cap the to the
3: the dinosaur place. Yeah, yeah and you Cascade. can actually see
0: the Cascade Falls in the distance from the top really? of Top Head Tower. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean you have to kind I of. I like that. It's not as obvious as it is in Sunshine, but mm-hmm. you, you, it is
1: there. Oh. I kinda like that. I, I really like that about the game. And I that's, also that's think why, too, that's kinda why I just like
3: when I when I think about Mario's evolution, you know, the 3D Mario anyway. Mm-hmm. I you go from 64 to Sunshine, and Sunshine made like a clear attempt to make something that's more like I guess I don't wanna just keep saying unique, but it's like it's more like something that's personal that you remember. And then Galaxy, I feel like, kinda mm-hmm. continued it in a way where they're mm-hmm. like, Oh, we're j- like just go to fucking space. Like, wow, like Jesus, that's different, <laughs> you know, that's cool. It's that's like, something yeah, that I can remember. To... That's something I can't get anywhere else, you know? Yeah, and then, but then it's, again, you know, it's you're just going so to, so weird to but even space to me that the evolution and
2: planes and water and desert and the evolution fire and...
3: goes from Gala from Sunshine Galaxy to 3D world, you know? Like it's just it it is never rung correct in my head. It's just been it's so weird. <sighs>
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I I think like I, I think honestly 3D World was kind of made because new Super Mario Bros. U, if I'm I could be wrong, isn't that the best selling Wii U game? <laughs> no. Is it Not. really? Is it, I, I don't think no, so. No, no no,
3: you don't don't say like don't say no too quickly because I'm pretty sure two D Mario is better 2D selling. Two D Mario than 3D sells Mario. really
1: well. It, yeah but I think the 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 mindset I think 3D World was made in was like we need to make a 2D Mario-esque 3D Mario game to like hook the same type of people, you know.
4: Mm.
1: That's kind of yeah. like yeah. I could I mean I don't want to talk too much theory. about 3D World right now. I'm just saying that Sunshine yeah, yeah. started the trend
3: in a way. Like 64 mm-hmm. did too kind of. But um it's just that I'm I'm like Oh there goes my fucking washer. All right. Uh, <laughs> oh, you <laughs> have that there. little jingle? Um Yeah. Um great. S- Sunshine like continued it in a way and did it like mm-hmm. a little bit better and then Galaxy well, on I Galaxy didn't necessarily do it better or anything, but it, like continued it and like Sunshine started that for me. I know like cuz it was a place that I could just kind of exist in and play um played it a lot during the summertime, you know so mm, yeah it's, it's just I also it's, I pre- like some people might see it as like a minor thing but it's just like for me it's one of the most
1: defining factors as to why I still like it and play it a lot mm. yeah I also think to add to that I think and I don't know if y'all agree with this but like for me Sunshine is about as perfect as a game length as I could possibly want a game to be like Um, just kind of like a standard playthrough, a casual run. Yeah, I find I find it like it doesn't overstay its welcome. You can just like it's get in and get out out. pretty well. I will Mm -hmm. agree with that. I I really like the pacing of it. I've always loved like um that it it has like you go to level seven in every level, and then you like go to Corona Mountain. It feels like. There's not, there's not a world that is overdone. Like you don't stay in a world for too long. Where they, I, sometimes there's like, off the top of my head, maybe one or two examples of missions I hated, and I'm like, yeah, you could have cut those. But like other than that, I think for a casual play playthrough, I really love the pacing and the length of this game.
2: I mean, I I do agree that it is paced out pretty well, but you know, um, to give Mario 64 some credit, I do also like how that game was uh, more... I like the
1: pacing of that, too. What happened? I like the pacing of that game, too.
2: I, I like how uh, Mario 64 was just more open-ended. Like, there were more options. Like, you could completely mm. skip a level if you didn't like it. Um, with Mario Sunshine, you can't really do that, so in that regard, it feels a bit more linear. Uh, mm. And I also don't like how, you know, ev- it's. I think it was like every... 7th episode, you have to chase down Shadow Mario. Like, that got a little bit repetitive. But those are, like... Those are, like, pretty minor complaints when you consider, like, everything else that you do within the other... uh, Within the other levels. Like, within the other uh, episodes, rather. Well, that and also getting, like, the red coins. Like, that's... That can be pretty repetitive. But, you know, like, the stuff they're actually doing... And even the bosses are pretty good in this game, too.
0: Uh, yeah. um, We'll talk more about how many times you have to fight them all, but...
2: Yeah, yeah, that that's a problem, but, I mean, like, if you're gonna refight bosses, at least make sure they're good. Yeah. That's what I'll say about that. Yeah,
0: anyways. it's more fun than fighting uh, the big boo for the third time, and he's the same thing. And you just ground pound him three times, and he's oh, done. Oh, yeah, they're
3: better than 64's bosses. Yeah. Yeah. That is true, right. <laughs> Um, yeah.
2: Fucking rip it off the tentacles of a giant squid.
1: Okay, but that's sick, and you know it. That that That's like... Mm. I thought That's I like was playing Mario not right of there. war I'm going to have
0: this calamari whether it likes it or not
2: Bowser where is British Peach?
3: <laughs> Okay.
2: I bring the destruction of the Mushroom Kingdom
3: so they're uh, not in the Mushroom <laughs> Kingdom though
0: <laughs> and I think Ryan does bring up I guess this is um, kind of a contentious, but who am I kidding? That's kind of the name of the game for me. Uh, it's that I actually really, really, really like how Sunshine is structured for a any percent run. Um, you like, like they have said, there are seven levels and then Corona Mountain. and You only need to get the first seven shines of each level plus the airstrip uh, shine. To fight the final I th- boss.
2: I uh, think at the end, you total up to about, like, 49 or 50.
0: Yeah. And so here's here's the thing about me, is I'm an INTJ, and that J at the end means judgment. And that means that I'm a very structured, rigid person who likes order and a clear way to make sense of things. And... That, to me, is why I will always prefer how Sunshine handles things or the way that something like, I don't know, Odyssey does. It's just like, everything is optional, therefore you can't criticize it kind of mentality that people have with it. Uh, But I very much like the way that Sunshine not only structures itself, but how it kind of lays out a narrative for each level, where you go to, what's a good example? Serena Beach, and the entire place is covered in goop, and then you save the hotel. But once you get in the hotel, the hotel's full of ghosts, so you gotta go take care of the ghosts. Uh, And then more paint shows up on the beach, and you clean that up, and then by the end, the hotel's back to normal, and everything is better because of you, and you chase off Shadow Mario. Like, that's kind of how they lay out... And then Noki Bay has kind of a similar thing with, oh, no, the bay is polluted. How are we going to fix that? And then by the end of those seven shines, you fixed it and everything's (laughs) better for everyone. Um, So that's something I really liked uh, because, you know, I think we all criticized in our 64 episode the boot out system, as we called it. where You know, you get a star and then the game boots you out instead of just letting you get them all in a row and leave when you want to. I I feel like the way that Sunshine does it with kind of like this ongoing narrative of Mario shows up in this place, fixes all the problems and chases off Shadow Mario, helps to works a lot better with that kind of boot out system than, you know, the way that Mario 64 was designed, because it feels like there's some passage of time going on and you know the levels kind of change up so it makes sense why you wouldn't have been able to get this or that shine earlier cause the low, you know something unique will load in the level for every time you pick a new episode
1: so that's, that's something I really like about um sunshine like you can see the progression that you're having when you gather more and more shines whether it be through the individual areas you travel to Or, like, Delfino Plaza itself as it gets lighter and everything. Mm -hmm. I always remember as a kid, um, like, I'd take a picture, because I used to play this game a lot, and, like, my friend would play it for me, because I got stuck on the Manta Ray level, which we could get to in a bit, but I remember I took a picture, like, with a shitty... Um, you know, like those disposable cameras you get at CVS. <laughs> so I'd take a picture when I started it out, and I'd be like, this is the the point, The this is the starting point. And then I'd take a picture for like every shine I'd get, basically, and I'd like have all these pictures in the same spot where Mario was as it's getting lighter and everything. And I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I love that.
2: Yeah. You really did get beat up a lot as a child, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, right. Nah, I don't
0: see t- how you could get that factoid from that little anecdote. <laughs> <laughs> what, are, what are you talking about, you crazy man? I'm always
1: getting flamed on this. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was also the Wizard 101. But... <laughs> uh, Master Iron Blade. Yeah, how do you remember that? Holy hell, <laughs> Paul Ironblade.
0: <laughs> That's still the funniest shit. I mean, it was <laughs> in your Wizard One Hundred One review.
1: It's not. It's not yeah. easy to forget.
2: <laughs> it's not easy, baby. Jeez-y.
1: You know, fun fact. I was going to call my channel that before I found the name Hay <laughs> You're gonna call this Paul name, Ironblade. Hey I'm gonna change it. I'm gonna see what happens you'll wake up in the morning and like all my branding will be changed to Paul Ironblade (laughs) Paul Ironblade sounds like a Ratchet
0: and Clank gladiator from like the arenas (laughs) and the fact fact that his first name is Paul is like ironic because it's so (laughs) normal
3: sounding
2: (laughs) fucking normie
3: (laughs) yeah I wanted to say actually I have a good thing to say a good point. So I, I don't All know right. what you said earlier, Michael, about your personality type or something. Like I don't, but I feel like I'm I'm the opposite of whatever that is, because I feel like I just get suffocated by by that kind of like.
0: I mean, that would <laughs> it, explain it why just, you don't like 3D World as much, because that's
3: yeah the name espe- of the game that's for probably 3D especially World. Especially why I don't like 3D Worlds. It's I I'm not saying like. I'm not against structure it's just that like usually when something is structured in a very specific way and you do it in a very specific way I don't tend to I don't tend to gel with that kind of mindset I guess I just because it feels yeah. really restrictive and I feel like I can't like I'm really into ex- like player expression you know being able to kind of I do mean, my it, own it, thing that
0: explains our disconnect on Breath of the Wild <clears throat> Yeah, <laughs> because Breath of the Wild um, is basically like do what the hell ever you can beat the game if you want but that's not what it's about and that's and I mean, not like, something that
3: goes with me of course there are exceptions like in the same in the same series Twilight Princess is still fucking up there you know and that's a pretty structured game but it it's like it depends on how you do it I guess because if you're gonna go for a structure I feel like it's better to take advantage of it and i understand the point that sunshine does take it does take advantage of its structure pretty well but yeah. the problem mm. for me is that my own expression and desire for exploration is going to win out in the end and i feel like sunshine is in a very oddball case where it is incredibly well structured but also offers the most in, like some of the most enticing like Ways to, for me to just explore a fully realized world, which is a very weird combination yeah. to
0: me. That is and true. Man. That's
3: why I, that's why I'm so mixed on it. I still like it because it's it it has one of the most fully realized worlds I've explored, locations really that I've explored, and I like doing I like just running around and doing stuff in it. But whenever yeah. I am confronted by this rigid segmentation, it just it constantly pulls me out of it. It's like this back and forth of two like extremes that just kind of wears me out by the end. And yeah. I think that's my biggest problem with it. In my video, I described it as like constant little breaks of immersion. And I know people don't like that word, but whatever, <laughs> I'm saying <laughs> yeah. it. It's, it's constant little breaks in that that keep me just... I feel like distracted sometimes. I feel like I'm not getting the full picture that I want from it, you know. Mm-hmm. So I, it might just be a very, very personal thing, but it's—I just feel it's too often suffocated by it all. I guess. Yeah, and that mean, it I doesn't totally, help that. Like,
0: I'm not saying it doesn't that, help that some of
3: that structure I, up- I feel is a little bit mishandled, like the repeat bosses and yeah, uh, yeah. some of the objectives are like. everything is subjective of course but some of that stuff is like you either like it or you're like what the fuck you know like it's it's just weirdly sunshine is just a very strange case that it is and i think that if you get nothing out of this
0: episode besides that folks it's that sunshine is a very very not only unique game but also a messy game as well and that's... Oof!
1: Oof! <clears throat> yeah. Michael, <clears throat> use the term. You've been saving it until now. It is the glitchy term. as all hell. Michael, Well,
2: okay, use so it. personally use I can't it.
0: relate to Ryan in that point and he'll have an opportunity term, to discuss Michael. some of the... All right, all right, Padox. Michael, Michael the, use the it. Term, <laughs> the term I like to use for Sunshine yes. is a masterpiece. Yes! It's, yes. it's a game that... Because we know that it was rushed. We know that the game was not necessarily what the developers imagined. There were at least two or three levels, or three or five even, uh, that did not make it into the final product. Uh, We know that, you know, and the fact that it was 60 during E3, but then the final game is in 30 FPS. We know that some things went down. But as a result, you get this game that is incredibly experimental... And not necessarily super polished but that's kind of the charm and appeal of it in a way is the fact that it is so unfiltered in some ways Mm -hmm. and that's where you get stuff like 240 blue coins and I don't know just all of the the, uh, spraying a golden bird in, in some levels you know stuff like that just like the game it feels like that development cycle bred some very interesting ideas that Nintendo, for a while, especially by the time we get to 3D World, but have said, like, no, we're not doing that. We're going to make this incredibly by-the-numbers Mario game, you know, and that started to lift a little bit since Miyamoto got his grubby paws off the IP with Odyssey, uh, and we actually got something fun and new for once. But...
2: And not new as in, like, the new Super Mario Bros., but new as in actually fucking new!
0: Yeah. But like even we, then... We got mm-hmm. a Bowser's Castle that wasn't a gray brick lava fort. And that was refreshing. But uh, you know
2: what else we got in that game was sand, plains. But
0: beach, they at least... They did something different snull. with it. It didn't look like the new Super Mario Bros. Wii kind of desert. It had its yeah. own flavor. <laughs>
2: I know they tried but, yeah, a lot gonna, harder. Well, I, I'll I'll bring I'll play that card once when uh, we get to uh, Super Mario Odyssey.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I guess one little thing to note is: uh, first, I wasn't saying that my personality preference is all that matters. I'm just trying to help people understand where I come from in terms of the
3: structure. Yeah, I, I'm kind of curious to figure like how did you figure that out? Do you know? Uh, I took like a personality test and it's
0: it's called the Myers-Briggs or there's like a test that Myers-Briggs is based on uh, that mm. I took and it sort of broke down those four personality bits and it's just the last one is you're either a J or a P and if you're a J that means you prefer something very structured and ordered and that's what I am. Uh, but lots, mm. uh, someone like King K might prefer something a little bit more open-ended, or, you know, like Ryan was saying with 64 being more open-ended, and Odyssey especially.
3: Yeah, uh, I also think that it's important to stress for myself, I'm not sure about you, Mike, but probably, um, there. it's not, like, a science for me. Like, there are many structured games that I like a lot. Again, I'll reference Twilight Princess or, like, there are cases you know there are cases but I think it's just where I lean generally yeah and that's fine that's fine I'm not gonna I'm not gonna
0: look down on anybody or say that my way is better I'm just saying what my way is um yeah but yeah but one thing I wanted to note real quick is that is that despite like the way that sunshine is organized it feels like a shine sprite is worth something You know what I mean? You know, it it feels like you have to put in a certain amount of work to get one. As opposed to Super Mario 64, for example, where uh, I hit this random block on a floating island. There's a star. Or I ground pound in this random hill or lead a dog to a crater on the moon. And I get a moon for that.
1: You know what I mean? please. I'm not going into Odyssey.
2: (laughs) In that regard... In that regard... Yes, you know, I can agree that it does have more value than, let's say, the shine, or not the, not the, the moons or the stars from Odyssey and 64. But at the same time, and I brought this up in the last episode as well, the beef that I kind of have with it is that, you know, you got your blue coins. You use the blue coins to get more shine sprites. You got the red coins. You get the red coins. So, you get shine sprites. You collect 100 coins at a certain level, you get a shine sprite. You know? And it's just like, my thing is is that, like, I would, again, I would just rather have. I'd rather have other, like, sub currencies so I can use that to get other things. Like, maybe I could buy more upgrades for the the flood. Maybe I could. That's what I want. That's what
0: I want. That was something that was nice about Odyssey, was that. Getting a hundred purple coins doesn't get you a moon or anything. And you use that to get outfits and souvenirs. Yeah. That was a nice I step like forward. That. I,
2: I guess still think, and, you know, I, again, to bring up my personal favorite collectathon, I still call it a collectathon because you collect things in it. But like with the hat and time, again, you know, it's just like a lot of the stuff that you get. It personalizes, you know, it personalizes the character that you're playing as. Like you can have whatever kind of abilities that you want to make it comfortable for you. Uh, you know, you get like different styled hats so you can pick the ones that you like or you get like different little color schemes. You know, I, I like that kind of stuff. And if you give me that kind of customization or personalization, you know, I'm fucking down. And that are- that automatically gives you some brownie points. You know, and I love that to me. Like it gives it gives the games, it gives the extra collectibles more value and it makes me want to go out and get them. Like I can I can play through Mario Sunshine just fine. I can get up to fifty star or fifty shines, you know, and have a good time doing it. But I can't be asked to do you know one hundred, the 120 shines that there are, because I'm not really going to get anything out of it. Besides, you know, oh hey look at this, I did it, and I need something more than that. Yeah. So, but you know that's also what we were talking about before with the whole like collectathon mentality. Yeah.
0: Thing. Yeah. So. And I guess what I meant, Ryan, in terms of worth was I view, like, the big collectibles, like your timepieces or your moons or your shine sprites, as more like uh, a, a metaphorical carrot on a stick to sort of mark check off you've accomplished something, if that makes like sense. Like a little mini
2: trophy. Yes. Or like a medal. Yeah. Yes,
0: like that, Yeah. And it feels to me like whenever I get a a shine sprite in Sunshine, I've accomplished something of value, like defeating a boss or completing a difficult platforming section or completing a task under the time limit or exploring the level and finding all the eight red coins, you know, as opposed to... Say maybe another game where I am throwing my hat on a horn on the top of Bowser's Stop. temple and a moon pops out. Stop. <laughs> Stop,
2: oh, I cannot wait for the Odyssey episode. Yeah, Stop. that's
1: that's gonna be an interesting one, I think. <laughs> uh, I yeah. Okay, hold on. But are we are we getting into the great blue blue coin debate of how 2018? About, how about or, we talk about some, some other talk- stuff first? Uh, Can we talk about
2: how glitchy this game is? Because, like, as good as this game is, it's pretty fucking glitchy and broken. I love the glitches.
0: So, okay. Okay, So, so Ryan, uh, you've played the game through, like, once or twice? Three times. Three times. Wow. That's more than I would have expected. Uh, And do you consistently run into, like, the same glitches across those playthroughs, or?
2: The glitches that... Okay, so, the one that I uploaded as its own little separate thing, that was a one in a only, like, that only happened to me once, where, like, you're in the you're in the level with Yoshi when everything's, like, on fire, or with the lava goop Yeah.
4: and then I just
2: fell through the floor and then I hit, like like, I fell below the level and, you know, there's no way out but the ones I consistently came across were the ones where your squid gets stuck onto the pier, and you can't really get out without (laughs) dying
1: Yeah. that one happens Um. to me a lot that one o- sucks.
2: Or when I'm fighting Bowser, like in the final level, and then, like, he stomps the ground, and before the ground even falls, I just fall through the floor. That happens to me a lot. Huh. Uh, Fuck, what else was there? There were times where I've I got stuck on that stuff as well. To
3: me. But yeah, I just want to. I don't want like, to like sound bad about it, but I just. I don't. I haven't run into any of these before, mm-hmm. I don't think. I mean, I mean the, the said most that, that I've this run, run into for like is, like, less years, of a glitch so and horror. more of a, like,. Why is it designed I, this way? Like when you have to move the blooper into the shine.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which does <like, laughs> not
3: always work if you miss it. But yeah. I, it's like, I don't know. I haven't run into like straight up glitches other than the ones that people know about and intentionally trigger, like how you can rocket nozzle into this fruit stand and fall through the floor and you know. But um... Mm. I don't know. I haven't I, like I, accidentally run into them very much. Like I think
2: when I did, it's just like it really. It's also like what Exo was talking about before, too. Is like you could really tell that this game was rushed and that they had to cut corners. Because, like, as good as this game is, it still lacks a bit of polish.
1: Yeah. I'll agree so. to that. I mean, but I think, too, like the intentional exploits that don't break the game. Um, I think the most famous one for me is like, um, what is it called? Pianta Village, right? Um, episode one. You can just skip that uh polluted piranha plant entirely and just go to PD Piranha and get that shine and bypass the first one. Like huh. to yeah, be fair, you didn't I did know that until my f- commenters talked about it. I figured they would have yeah. made you
0: go back and do episode one. I didn't know that beating episode no. two just lets you
1: go to episode three and, and onwards. And then and then also for Gelato Beach, you can make it so in episode one you can get a um um the green plant or the green coconut and you can do this complicated maneuver that I used to do a lot when I speed ran the game. Um, you can clip into that juice bar where the shine sprite is and you can beat Gelato Beach and like don't you don't have to play it. Like, it is done after yes, you clip into that. Yes, I know about that.
2: that one, yeah. That,
0: is, yeah. that sounds there's, interesting.
1: There's sequence breaks like that, which I've played this game probably 50 times more than that. Like... I love Super Mario Sunshine I think like just because of my nostalgia and everything it's not the best game of all time but it's my favorite game of all time um there's like all these sequence breaks and like opportunities to go fast and like little exploits that you can tell like Ryan was saying that it wasn't finished but uh, I think like uh, much like Final Fantasy 15, it wasn't finished all right, no, 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 no. We're gonna scratch that one from the record. Um, you know, i just gonna when, pretend like I didn't When um, the little statue pops up in to go to Pianta Village, when it's popping up, you can run to where Rico Harbor is. You can spray the ground, and when you're zip zooming there, you can actually zip zoom. When it's popping up, you can carry that momentum to the painting and go immediately in it and you don't have to like watch it appear which i think like tiny things like that are so cool i love that mm. yeah i don't know i i i've never experienced a lot of bugs that broke the game i always tried to break the game myself <laughs> yeah um, and I, like yeah so like i'm
0: sure that ryan's telling the truth and all that uh, but you...
2: I got video footage! Yeah,
0: I know. Yeah, I believe you is what I'm saying.
1: <laughs> He's um, lying. He's slandering Mario Sunshine.
0: Uh, but I guess... Uh, I guess my, my experience... Like, I've been playing this game consistently to 100% for, like, 15 years. And beyond the blooper thing, like, it getting stuck on the edge and then makes it difficult to jump, I've run into that plenty of times. But other than that... I haven't really experienced being able to walk in the death box in Pianta Village or falling through the little icons in the Bowser hot tub. I haven't really mm. run into either of those, and I, do- I
2: you know to be fair, I've been playing Sonic Adventure for god knows how long, and I still haven't been able to figure out how the fucking the loop to loop in Emerald Coast, yeah. how people can like glitch through that. So, and I've tried. <laughs> so yeah, you know.
0: Uh, I hear yeah. you there. Uh, but one thing I really want to touch on for this discussion is the controls.
2: Best oh. controls in any fucking 3D Mario game.
1: I would disagree to an extent. You smell funny, Haydox. I I do. think we can... Smell nice. Can
0: we agree that it's better than Mario 64s, at least? <laughs> yes. yes. It is better than 64, yeah. Yeah. Like Not it,
2: even a contest. It
0: just feels so much tighter... And I think it really does come da- comes down to that little octagon thing on the GameCube stick. I don't know, it's hard to explain, but it makes pulling off like side jumps in particular feel so satisfying in Sunshine. Mm-hmm. But I think it is just that little swoosh sound it makes. It makes all the difference. <sighs> yeah. and, you know it's just- you know
2: what else is, is better about Mario Sunshine's controls over 64? Is that when you turn around, you don't do that stupid 180 turn thing. Which is stupid, and I hate it in Mario 64. And I'm glad they never did it again.
1: Mm-hmm. I, it's I also love, um... How you can do, like, the the body slam and slide around in Mario Sunshine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. there's fun. a lot of cool little, like, little trick
0: moves you can do. Like, you can do this little sprinkler mm-hmm. head thing. Uh, you yeah. can if you like spray and then tap A right away Mario will do like this little backflip and destroy any goop yeah. that's in front of him like instantly uh, mm-hmm. you could do the slip and slide as I like to call it where you spray a little on the ground in front of you flop onto it and then ride it like a mm-hmm. slip and slide yeah. Yeah. there are all these neat little tricks you can learn that make the game so
1: replayable yeah like um and the, it goes back to like the sequence breaks you can do too like um in episode four of Rico Harbor, is that the caged Shine bright one? I think that's episode three, but yeah. Yeah, whatever, in that, that one. You can, like, you don't even have to go on that obstacle course. You can just, like, hover to the bottom of the cage and punch up and go immediately there. Like, that's so cool. I love that. Yeah. And I
0: think that that's uh, something that a lot of people talk about 64 and Odyssey as well in this regard is just how in these games there if you know the controls well enough there's like multiple ways to accomplish the same objective mm-hmm. which just adds to the replay value but as far as that goes i feel like sunshine is like right at the top in terms mm-hmm. of all the little tricks you can pull off like i mean yes. well, that's
2: also because you have the flood i
0: love yeah. flood there are some people who like insist that they hate the flood And I don't know. I just don't see it. I don't see it. I I love the Flood. I I mean, I think the Flood's a little underutilized, but I I like him.
3: I mean, I don't dislike Flood, you know? I use it. He's a
2: fucking jetpack! That's sick!
3: Well, yeah, in terms of that, I
0: will agree, King K, that, like, the, the other nozzles, like, with the exception of a couple places where you have to use them, they didn't feel like I I would always skip over them in favor of Hover Nozzle almost any time unless if I
3: needed them especially because if you switch you just you lose access to the other one you know yeah. and there's just no point I- in doing it unless you have to I feel like what
0: they should have done is to give credit to Hero's Tale just put them all on the d-pad <laughs> yeah
4: <laughs> so you, you just, actually <laughs> suggested that to me
0: I mean, so, I like, in instead of making it a toggle, so, like, you'd press left for the spray nozzle, up for hover, down for yeah. turbo, and then right for rocket. And that would have been so
1: much um, better. On that topic, too, coming back to, like, the point of it not being finished, I would love to see, like, a different type of nozzle. Or, like, upgrades for the hover nozzle and the rocket nozzle and everything.
0: Yeah, I would be down for that. Like, there's, we'll get to this towards the end, but there's a lot of potential for a Sunshine remake.
2: I would like to see a Sunshine remake. I
1: would like to see a Sunshine 2. I mean, I'd love that as well. I'd love that as well, but... I
0: don't know. It uh, it feels... That feels less likely than a Sunshine remake, I guess. Mm. But at least we
2: got a Hat in Time. Which is kind of like Sunshine. It's more... I
0: view that game as more like
1: Galaxy than Sunshine.
0: (laughs) Like,
1: it's, it's got that dive that makes it like sunshine well Odyssey has a dive too
2: yeah the dive in Odyssey is um not I don't like it the dive I, I, is... I felt like
0: that at first but then like when you learn how to do these the special dive yeah. jump maneuver it completely changes the game Mm-hmm it's it's a kind of a difficult trick to learn how to use but once you do it like playing the game a second time it was like wow this opens up so many sequence breaks
1: yeah yeah for sure (sighs) yeah
0: um but yeah i mean i i i enjoyed the flood i enjoyed the the platforming possibilities that rang in terms of how that was incorporated to boss fights and then like the controls there's just the maneuver moving around just feels so smooth And that to me is what makes Sunshine's controls the best. And it's just, I I think it's more debatable in terms of when you're comparing it to like Odyssey and 64. Because I know that you don't like the controls in 64, Ryan, but there are a lot of people who will stand by them. Um,
2: Yeah, well, you know, people also defend Sonic 06's controls.
0: But when it comes to (laughs) comparing Sunshine to the Galaxy games, and especially the 3D land world games, it's like no contest that Sunshine is better than those.
2: Well, I also think with Galaxy, and I guess we'll talk about this more in the next episode, what it has going against it is that, specifically Galaxy 1 anyways, is that like with some of the smaller planetoids that you go on, your controls can get kind of janky. Yeah. It's, it's, you you kind of lose control for a little bit, and it's weird. It's like suddenly when you try to move up, you go down or something. It's just, it gets inverted and swapped. And
0: for me, it just comes down to the analog range of movement in Galaxy Mm -hmm. and Galaxy 2 is just seems more limited than the first two games.
2: But, you know, I also do think that like control also has to deal with the controller that you're actually playing on because let's be real. The GameCube controller is fucking beautiful and I love it. Yeah. And, you know, moving Mario around, you know, also moving uh, Link from Wind Waker around you know, it feels smooth as butter, and it's it feels good. But then when you're moving characters around on like the Wii's nunchuck, that cheap little piece of plastic, it doesn't <laughs> yeah. feel as good because what you're holding in your hand doesn't feel as good. Yeah. You know, so I also think that has a lot to do with it too.
0: But you know, even so, it just f- feels like the the analog stick is like they didn't use nearly as much as the sense of the sensitivity. Because it's like, I can pull off a side somersault in Sunshine like it ain't no thing, but it's like almost impossible to pull off in Galaxy. And I think that illustrates how insensitive the analog stick is. Now, to be fair, Mm. that's fine because you're on lots of teeny tiny little platforms and (sighs) being kind of locked into almost eight directions, more like 16, is actually very helpful for for that level design. Uh, but it doesn't feel nearly as fun to play with as Sunshine does as a result. But, I don't know, we could talk more about that in the Galaxy episode. Uh, hey know, there's
2: also one other thing I kind of want to point out, too, with Mario Sunshine, is that this was the first, and up until recently, with Odyssey, it was the only 3D Mario game with a fully 3D, like, with a fully rotatable 3D camera. Yeah. Yeah. It, Which is weird to think about, but it's true.
0: Yeah, and you know that that kind of has to do with how uh, Galaxy and 3D World were designed, and how the mm. levels were laid out. But having having that fully movable camera in Odyssey is like one of the best feelings ever.
3: Yes. <laughs> yeah.
0: It was <laughs> so great to have that come back finally, because so many 3D platformers that came out in between, like I don't know the the more recent Sonic games for some reason camera control just went away and it just all became automatic and just feels so much better to be able to rotate it at will anytime
4: Mm.
0: so yeah definitely there yeah it's an improvement over 64 at the very least but it's actually really good
2: anything anything everything that sunshine does is an improvement over 64 (laughs) except for maybe the soundtrack the soundtrack in this game I didn't really like
0: and speaking of the no. soundtrack, Hadox, Hadox, no. since you're the music, I the musician, of the soundtrack,
3: us. Don't you fucking demonize it, Jesus. Yeah, uh, right. It's more
2: so just the, uh... No. I didn't really care much for the instrumentation. <laughs> it felt too fake. What? What
3: like, do you it, mean by that?
2: It's like, okay, so one of the examples I could think of is that, uh... So, like, with... You know, with games on the GameCube, Some of them, some games didn't really use... Obviously, some games didn't use an orchestra. You know, they have sound fonts, everything. Like, you know, they have midis and stuff like that.
1: No games used an orchestra. What happened? No games used an orchestra.
2: I think you might be wrong about that. There are plenty
0: of games
1: on the PS2 that had streamed audio on it. Mm Mm-hmm. The but, with the GameCube, they they didn't do live recordings until the Wii. If it's a first-party Nintendo game, oh, were there were a couple. I'm, of, I'm
2: talking about mostly just in general.
1: There were huh. a couple of fully orchestrated tracks in Twilight Princess, but only a couple. Yeah, that was in the tail end of the the GameCube's lifespan, too. Yeah, but I I know Ryan like I sequenced audio is still really really common
0: nowadays and it's just like and it doesn't in, sound bad yeah it like like anything it all depends on the quality of the samples being used mm. and the sample rate of the music itself that determines how close to the real thing it sounds
1: yeah like with and Path- to be honest like- with you like <laughs> the, the sample rate Michael hooked me up with this I don't know I'm not too familiar with what you did, but, like, the audio that I got mm, listening to the music from Sunshine was, like, the crispest it's ever sounded. And, like, it sounds really, 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 really good. Yeah. Like...
0: Because I have a library of lossless game music in my (laughs) iTunes. And I hope Tadok's up with some. And (laughs) uh, Sunshine does use a 32 kilohertz... Uh, sample rate for its music which is actually Mm. lower than what we're recording this podcast and 48 uh, thousand kilohertz or hertz Um, but did you that's actually standard for the Wii actually like even with the fully orchestrated Galaxy games those aren't 32 kilohertz as well Super Paper Mm. Mario the music is even lower it's in 22.5 kilohertz is that why it sounds good or bad? I mean, it, it, it you know, it all depends. Like, I think that 32 kilohertz is like the lowest you can go without it sounding, you know, without it starting to sound like there's a lack of sound information being presented. Because mm-hmm. 44.1 is CD quality, and then that's kind of the standard that iTunes uses as well. Yeah. um and then 32 sounds close enough to that but once you get to 22.5 which is what the GBA uses for example, that's where you start mm. to notice that this sounds
1: kind of fakey, you know yeah but the I, I don't I I don't know Ryan I think like I I think about the Calypso theme like Gelato Beach I mean honestly like, the um, first
2: thing I think of with Mario Sunshine soundtrack is the boss theme. And I hate it because it's
1: really You crazy. don't like oh, the, the boss ears.
2: theme? Yeah.
0: Uh, mm. We'll have to agree to disagree on that one, but I could see what you mean yeah. by that sounding kind of I, fake. I really love that.
3: Mm. I think I, it's an acquired taste.
1: Yeah. I don't I'm used, like used to the not music of Mario. It,
3: but I like, nowadays, I kind of love it. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I especially the, the, love the Mantory remix of that song. Oh, yeah. It's really dark.
1: Fanta Manta.
3: Yeah, Fanta Manta. Wanta, funta, I, manta. I, I love.
1: I think the best part I for me them. is it
3: just does such a great job, like, illustrating where you're at. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, you're in, like, Noki Bay and you hear the song, and you're like, that's <laughs> that's the song that plays in this kind of area, you know? It's, it's <laughs> really weird. Yeah and then you're... Like the Serena
1: S- Beach? I was gonna say that one, yeah. Serena I Beach doubt- has, like... It's it's so fitting with, like, um, the the minor um, chord progression that they have, and, like, they have all those spooky instruments playing, and then you get inside the hotel, and then the music changes, but it uses the, the, the same bass uh, from the beach. And, like, there's little little things like that that I really love. Like when you listen to it more in depth, like um, mm-hmm. uh, Delfino Plaza, there are three worlds, I believe. It's Pianza Village, Gelato Beach, and another one, Rico Harbor, that use the same um, melody. And like when you listen to that, and then when you like hear how the composer has taken that melody and, um, changed it to fit, like, a different sort of style because, like, um... What is it? Fuck, fuck, fuck. I wrote this all down. Um... (laughs) In in Dolphino Plaza, they use this plucking of the bass to do that, um... the, the, The second half of that song. And then, like, um in in Enrico Harbor they have like this saxophone playing it and it's sort of like jazzy instead of like Italian folk music and like they have all these different styles blended together and like sure it still fits like the world that it's in with those same melodies but because the instrumentation is different and because there's so much added and or taken away from it. it it gives it its own separate individual memorable memorable vibe and damn it's so fucking good indeed um
0: it's so good and one thing I also wanted to mention is I do sincerely think uh, Sunshine is like one of the best looking games of the 6th generation
2: yes yes and it has like really really fucking good water effects
0: yeah because it's like, I, I was kind of talking about this in my Into the Dragonfly playthrough, like people always talk about how that game is ugly, when in my opinion it looks about on level with most games on the PS2. Uh, but you know, it's I, I, I'm hard pressed to think of any game on the PS2, Xbox, or GameCube that looks better than Super Mario Sunshine. Ah. just in terms of like the crispness of the overall image and the quality of the textures and the models and then i i look back at like i don't know jack one and think about how polygonated those environments look and how kind of blurry the textures are and i'm like no sunshine beats this for sure and then you have Ah. lots of games that look much uglier like the silent hill games
2: I want to argue. I want to, you know, if it wasn't so late, I'd make an argument for Wind Waker. For what? I think Wind Waker is on par.
0: Okay. Well, yeah. So that that was that one. I would say is also up there. Uh, but personally, I still preferred Sunshine over that. But I'll call that second place, GameCube wise.
2: Maybe even like, it's it's kind of a stretch, maybe, but Chibi Robo also.
0: Okay, that like, one I looks- haven't. That one I haven't played. So I'll take your word for it
2: it has like a really unique art style it's like what if what if the Beatles were japanese and by beetles i mean like yellow submarine beetles oh like that's what i get from it it's like like very like it's like 60s kind of trippy but it looks very like it's very stylized but i also think it looks pretty crisp too mm-hmm <laughs> So and, and that, uh, let's uh, note that all like the that
0: games, games we've listed so far are on GameCube and are available in 480p out of the box without the necessity of hacks.
1: Okay, hold on. Can I can I talk about that for a second? Sure, yeah. Because I never noticed how much I appreciated 480p until Mario Sunshine. Like I've been playing Spider-Man, Lego Star Wars on the GameCube. And they do not have 480p, and it sucks. Yeah. Like yeah, uh, it just looks bad. You need to like convert it, and it looks bad. Yeah, we call that deinterlacing.
0: And yeah. yes, so now do you understand why why EXO has a reputation for going 40i?
4: Because
0: <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like you do understand now. Yeah, I'm
1: beginning to understand. I'm almost there.
0: I can hook you up with some, some tools to force 40 p on any <laughs> GameCube game. I'm not paying $1,000. You don't have to pay a lot of money for it either. Like, you can do this on your Wii for free. We'll, we'll talk about that after the podcast. Okay. Okay. Um, I'll hook
2: you up, fam.
0: Yeah. And for the record, you can't do this on PS2. And that's why the PS2 is the worst game of the sixth generation. Um, worst
2: game console of the sixth generation well it's better than
0: the Xbox in terms of library so I guess it's second place but it's not as good as the GameCube because of 40p end of story bye bye uh, <laughs> but now that we've now I'll agree with that now that we've discussed that uh, let's I think, I think it's time to move on to the 100% experience
2: uh this is going to be your territory because i've never done it and i probably never will well ryan how about
0: you go into your thoughts on that real quick just to kind of set us up what do you mean like uh you said that you haven't 100%ed it why is that
2: uh i guess just because you don't really get anything out of it i mean like if you if you 100% the game you get a postcard you know and that's, like, the thing that this game is most infamous for. Even though you don't really get anything except for, like, a Yoshi cameo for 100%ing Mario 64, but no one really complained about that. Yeah. But, you know, I just, I don't know. Like, if you're not going to give me anything for 100%ing it, then I'm not going to. Like, with, like, I've, I can only think of maybe, uh, like, I completed Majora's Mask 100%. But that's because you get shit for it. You know, it's like, you get stuff while you are completing the game 100%. Yeah. You know, same thing with Golden Sun. It's the same deal where it's like, as you are completing, like, as you are moving through the game, as you are getting everything, you know, you're actually getting stuff that will make your journey easier. ahead in time, same thing. And Fire Emblem Awakening is also the same thing. You know, you're experimenting with the different classes, the different, you know, support conversations and all that kind of stuff. That makes things interesting. But, again, with games like Banjo or 64 or this game I'm not doing it just to do it. I need something out of it. Postcard ain't gonna cut it, so. Yeah. Hey, was there something that I missed? Like, was there something that you were expecting me to say? Oh well, no, like that's like, that that's something... exactly
0: what I was expecting you to say. Okay. And that's why I wanted you to throw that out on the table, because a lot of people will agree with you on that point specifically.
2: Well, it's also again that I'm not really into collectathons.
0: Yeah. You know, like, I think that's the it's... main disconnect between the two of us specifically. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, I I don't remember if I brought this up on another podcast or if I brought this up in my sunshine video. But like with RPGs, it's like you're always given something useful for going off the beaten path. You know, a yeah. potion, armor, a new weapon, something. And in with these kind of games, it's just it's stuff to get the main collectible, and it kind of diminishes the value of yeah of, of the side content, in my opinion.
0: Right, and that's that's a legitimate point, and I think that that was something that Odyssey did well was uh, making, like we said, purple coins, outfits, stickers, souvenirs. You get all the stuff, f- and you know, the more moons you get, the more stuff you can buy at the store so they they had like those kind of little trinkets to kind of keep you satisfied for doing Mm more so
2: i'll say with odyssey that's a good step in the right direction but i would like to see them go just a little bit further
0: yeah and i you know i think that just my like this all goes back to structure for me because like i can play like uh, a zelda game and not feel pressured to 100 it uh despite me being an ultra mega completionist in some regards because it feels like structurally the game is about beating the dungeons and like that's kind of like the linear thing you do to beat the game um and it's also why uh Batwa doesn't click with me but we'll get to that some other (laughs) time um whereas with a -a collectathon to me it is all about that 100% experience because Sunshine is better than most in, in terms of like having a very structured single player like that you can do just to reach the end uh, so that works better for me but even going farther than that I enjoy 100 percenting this game a lot it is my preferred way to revisit Sunshine um, and I think that's from what Hadox has told us about his speed running he is very much not of that opinion and he'll have a chance mm. to talk in a minute but you know it just it just seems to me that that sort of that sort of like you do a side dungeon in an RPG and you get a piece of armor or whatever it's just different expectations for different genres in my opinion um and like i said i consider the main collectibles more like a trophy to mark an achievement rather than something that is useful in itself And that's just the expectations
1: for the genre in my opinion uh, i mean I don't I don't like are, are, are we getting to the blue coin debate of 2018 well, we'll get to, we'll get to the great debate. blue coin debate
0: but I think it might be worth talking about some of the optional shines and maybe letting King K chime uh, in here
2: uh, you know what the pachinko machine that that uh, one's like, pretty notorious
0: uh, King, I would play the pachinko machine in the poison river ten times before I play uh, jump rope to 100 jumps I, that's all I'm gonna say. I, I'm putting that on the table, uh, and beach volleyball can go fuck itself as well. And I think the, the the design of the final, the darkest side of the moon, in Odyssey is also worse than the Poison River. Ooh, I'm putting all of that. I th- I'm putting all the hot takes out the table for you guys, so that they can oh, sizzle man, in, in this your foreshad-
2: face. You know, because like I remember too when we were talking about our um our games of the year for 2017. And then, like, you know, before that, we had a couple of podcasts, we had a couple of discussions, and they were building up like this, this Mario Odyssey post game diatribe. And then when it happened, <laughs> it was beautiful. <laughs> and now I'm experiencing that again. It's just a matter of time, boys. Yeah,
0: the Odyssey, the Odyssey episode on this channel is going to be a bloodbath. Uh, uh, but that's that's not today. That's not today. Uh, and I have to lay out those hot takes because no one else is gonna do it. I feel like I'm the only one because you know, I don't know King K kind of feels the same way as me. But I don't know, King K. Uh, why don't you tell us about your opinion of the what 100% experience? What? Wait, what? Do, wait, wait. What do I feel on uh, the 100% experience in sunshine? What is? What are your thoughts? You've been a bit quiet, so I'm gonna I'm gonna put the I'm gonna pass the uh, the coconut to you, so to speak.
3: <laughs> I know. The coconut. Uh, okay. If you, if you want me to get real into it, it gets to my biggest problem with sunshine as a whole, actually. Okay. <laughs> um, So I. It's not the fact that you don't get anything from it. I don't really care about that. Um, yeah. Because I, I feel like I align more with the ideology that I just do it because it's fun to do. Yeah. But the thing about Sunshine is that the things you do in Sunshine to me are incredibly hit or miss like it's it's fascinating sometimes the things that you do to get shines like and it, it comes back to what I love about the game is I just like exploring Al Delfino and it's very immersive and the bad parts are the parts that break away from that like when When you go behind the windmill in Bianco Hills and there's a special stage there, right? Oh, you mean Um, like the the secret of the dirty lake? Uh, do I? Uh, Are you talking about like the linear platforming sections in the game? I'm just talking about any any of those floating blocks in space, you know? Um, okay, so yeah. And I'm not, I'm not like... It's not necessarily that they're badly designed. In fact, most people cite it as their favorite parts because there's actual platforming. In some of them, um, there's actual platforming, and I, I get that. I, I like playing those in a sense, but whenever I'm in them, especially the ones that don't have platforming in them, I'm just like, why am I? Why is this here? Because You mean like the Chuxta? Okay, but that that's, like, the infamous one, and the, I don't really, like, you know... But like, I it's love not like, the Chuckster Like one. I what said, you go, to Ch- you go to that one. What, when I was a it's kid, not like, like it's... Haydox keeps talking about all Hold the things on. he thought when he was a kid. When
0: I was a kid, I thought the <laughs> Chuckster secret was, like, the coolest thing ever.
1: What? I thought that well, that anyways, was so creative.
0: Anyways, yeah, as you were Ugh. saying, King K.
1: <laughs> Sorry to
3: derail. I, I um... I don't think that one's like bad necessarily it's just kind of like when I'm in it I'm like why is this in the game <laughs> like it's just <laughs> no, really weird it. you know like it's because like I can get it to work now like it, it doesn't really like I get it maybe the last one still gives me, gives me a little, little trouble but like I can do it Um, but it's it's just whenever I'm in one of those I'm like why am I not in Isle Delfino anymore you know why am I <laughs> Why am I out here doing this? Why am I, like, exploring a weird grass box in the sky? And there's, like, a Pianta on fire. And, like, <laughs> whenever that happens... Yeah. And that's that's a substantial portion of the game, surprisingly. Oh, and, and a lot of those bird. you do multiple times because they have red coins in them. Yeah. And that links back to the bootout system. So they're, are, there are, like... I <laughs> that's why I say that all of it is like there's a lot of it that's hit or miss for me like there's there's like for every like um for every Pe Piranha style like you go through Bianco Hills you go to the top of the windmill which is fun for me because my favorite part about Sunshine is that the platforming is built in organically within the levels the hub levels like in Enrico Harbor is my favorite example of it you, you go across like the beams at the top yeah, but it's it's that makes sense to me because the platforming is derived from a thing that is happening in the world, and that's some of my favorite stuff. And maybe it's not like the most challenging platforming in the world, but that that doesn't matter to me. It's more about like how fun it is to do because it's baked into the level more organically. And every time I entered a secret area, I'm like, mm, I would I enjoy this more if it was recontextualized as a secret area in isle delfino and not like like when you go under in rico harbor when you do the blooper race underground with that guy you know i'm okay with that because that's like that's like isle delfino sewer area you know and and to be clear i'm not complaining about like realism here because yeah i know what you mean though um i even mentioned in my video that like when Yoshi spits on a fish and it turns into a platform, I'm not gonna, like, complain about it, you know? Like, that's just Mario. <laughs> but, like, it's it's more about where you, like, how it's contextualized. Like, when you're suddenly in, like, floating block land and there's, like, 8-bit Mario in the background or whatever, I'm like, what? What is this? This doesn't fit f- like... And that's just my consistent problem with it, is that it... It doesn't feel consistent. It feels really weird hit-or-miss objectives. I don't know. So, like, the the experience is not 100% solid for me in the same way, I guess, as 100%ing other Mario games, maybe. I don't know. I'll still do it, mm-hmm. but it's just really jarring to do. I mean, I, I can agree that not
0: all of the... We'll call them secrets, because that's what the game calls them. Not all of the secret areas are uh, home runs, necessarily. Like, I'd rather play the Pachinko Machine than some things in Odyssey, but that doesn't mean that it's well-designed at all. Um,
2: Can I uh, Poison uh, break River, something up also Yeah, about the secret areas? Because also, again, with the Chuxta one... I'm like ninety-nine percent sure that you have to do that one in order to yes, beat the game. You do. like in order to move on to episode seven. You do, yes. And I I think that's pretty shitty how you have to do some of the secret levels in order to in order to beat the game. I mean like, it's, like the sandbird. Like it I don't really like riding the sandbird because it's slow and it's a thing. I was actually defend weighting.
3: the sandbird. Um that's one of the instances where you are just floating in the sky, but like for me, it fits it's with more the world about building. how the level builds up to the Sandbird, and it's kind of like you're in—you can almost imagine like you're in the Sandbird's dream or something. or you just in some like w- dream space? But it makes yeah, sense because yeah. they build up to it. Like and it's not like you just go into a cave somewhere, you know. And that's like mm. what a lot of them are. or this is a pipe it's on just a tree. Also, just
2: like like the stuff that mechanically—it's not very levels. interesting. Mechanically, it's not isn't. very interesting. The Chucksters are not very interesting. Actually, it makes you want to rip off my pubic hair of how frustrating it is, and I hate it. So, it's like, is the, like...
0: Is the Chuckster yes! section really that hard, though? Because, like...
2: You played the game, like, 15 times, I played it three. That's
0: true, but it's it's not that hard.
3: Anyway. It's stupid. I hate I, it. I don't anyways, think it's hard, like, it's just, like, I don't know why it's in the game, because I'm not sure what it's, like... I'm not sure what it's testing. I don't know. Other it than, almost, can you it wait almost for feels little, like wait a level for a that, few minutes for the Pianta to walk over to you, you know? Like, it feels like an know. idea from, like, a Sunshine
0: ROM hack. Almost. Yeah. Because that's what a lot of ROM hacks are like, where they'll take, like, these weird little quirky things you can do and make levels out of it. And it feels like a developer said, hey, we have these Piantas that can throw you. Let's make a level out of that. And that's where that, that was the genesis of that idea. I don't know personally I I kind of like it I don't know
2: I mean that's just my issue with the like I'm not saying it shouldn't be in the game I just think it shouldn't be in the like in the main playthrough if you're doing yeah. secret stuff like that it if, should be a secret it should be side content
0: I feel, I feel that you are right in, in saying that that shouldn't be required just to finish the game yeah so I'll, I'll agree I, I'd with be, you there
3: I'd be okay with the the thing if it was like baked into the levels themselves like yeah. and some of them are like there's a that you need to talk to to like throw you into a thing in Delfino Plaza I like that that's kind of neat um maybe if they had like built that kind of challenge into another place like a place that like you just can't reach with the rocket nozzle maybe like think like you go talk to Piantas and they're like oh, I'll throw you you know I don't know it's it's Um, it's that kind of thing that disconnects me from it all I mean
0: like I get what you're saying here about world building trying to take that platforming and try to use that surface of building up Isle Delfino I I don't know I guess for me that was just something because like I feel like I'm more on Ryan's side in this one even though I'm more positive on these things overall And that I feel like the worst ones in the game are the ones that are mechanically not that interesting, like the sandbird. The sandbird is just, you sit there and wait for like a minute for it to get to
3: the top. But I also agree that the sandbird is kind of (laughs) like... I agree that a lot of them are mechanically uninteresting. That's just not what I'm concerned with most of the time, I guess. But I guess my counterpoint is that I feel like almost
0: all of the secret areas are some form of mechanical platforming challenge like even the one where you're like on the turbo nozzle and you have to jump over the pits and make those huge jumps that's a mechanical platforming challenge uh the the secret of the hotel lobby that's a mechanical challenge the secret of the the shell that's like one of just a really challenging little mario platforming section and i thought that that because like one of the big complaints we had with 64 looking back on it is we were talking about like tick tock clock and um, some of the later levels in the game, how they almost felt like this big, long, linear path with stars sticking out of them, and because of the boot-out system, you had to keep playing them over and over again. I feel like the way Sunshine... What Sunshine does with that kind of level design in the secret areas is a lot more constructive in terms of just the challenge aspect of it and the the intrinsic reward of the gameplay-wise than what 64 was trying to do uh because it means that like you said king k all the main levels are follow kind of the the womps fortress school of level design where the platforming is really organic and you can explore it in any way you want while you can have kind of this traditional mario level design in these secret side areas and i thought that they were fun challenges overall and there were relatively few of them it felt to me like we'll put Poison River Pachinko, Sandbirds and chucksta I'll give you that one as well in kind of like a basket of things where that they aren't mechanically interesting or they're annoying to play they just suck you know but like the rest of them I felt like were just genuinely challenging fun platforming sections for the most part I mean yeah but
2: like the ones where you don't have
0: your again, flood, right? I'm I'm not yes. like yeah. concerned yeah, either like ways.
3: Like even it, whether they're good or bad, I don't think I care more about how they wrap themselves because yeah. they're just.
0: And I guess that that's just something. And it doesn't
3: that... help that a lot of them just look like they're like test levels. <laughs> like I uh, mean, sure, they're fun, yeah. but like uh, a lot of them just are, like I don't know why it's so like bland looking and like it's just off somewhere. You I know... just don't get it. <sighs>
2: I don't get it either, but that's also, again, like, kind of why I like the game. Or why I also... I, I, I kind of like the secret levels like that, because it's, um... It's just fucking weird. And I think that's, like, one of the best things that Sunshine has going for it, is that it's so fucking weird. It has, like, a personality. It's a, it, it has an identity. You know, and well, I just... I would agree, I like too,
3: that. that it has an identity, but I don't think those... Parts of it are part of the identity. For, like, I, don't I, I, I think
2: know. it does because, like, I mean, I mean, Mario's is a fucking game where it's like you play as a fat Italian man. You, you get mushrooms to get big. You fight a giant dragon turtle with floating blocks all over the place. It's like a fever dream, and it's like with the little hidden level or with the secret levels, kind of like those fever dreams being like fully realized. And I like that. I like it when Mario is weird. I can no, understand just, the point, but I don't think the, the rest of the
3: game feeds into it at all. What I happened? think it's more like, I because th- to me, I look at it and it's like it's just boring. Like I don't like, nothing, like it's not weird. It's just boring. It's weird in the in the sense that it doesn't fit, but nothing else about the game is is weird in the same way. Like there are weird things about the game, like the flood at all existing is kind of weird. <laughs> um, and the, talking, you know, but like. I don't I think the secret levels talks. are like are baked into that. They're just they're just boring, weird places that you are in, and I I can't help but feel that it just would have been better if like a lot of those challenges were just in the levels themselves. That's it, really. Okay.
2: I mean, I guess, that's, I think...
3: ironically, that's why I like <laughs> the blue coins. Funny enough, for mm-hmm. some of my favorite parts of Sunshine is because they what? break away from the structure so much that. I've realized this recently, they break away from the structure so much that they're the parts of the game where you can do whatever you want, however you want, in any order you want. Yeah, that's an interesting observation. Alright, before we And get they, they on to let the blue me explore the levels for them. They like and it's not perfect, because some of them are episode <laughs> exclusive or whatever, but it's the idea of it, is yeah. like, yeah, they they just let you explore and find them. And I like that the most. Hey, and it
1: takes advantage Smokey of the thing. game's strengths the most, I think. Hmm. I I kind of like how how silly it is that there's just moving blocks suspended in like a Mario purgatory <laughs> in the special stages. Like I remember as a kid, like the the, the block, you know, the the wooden block, and it's got those yes. colored pegs. That's like. That is so iconic, for some reason. Like, <laughs> there is <laughs> that wood texture. That, yeah, yeah. The that that block is like so iconic for me. And I think like you're right, King K. I'd love to see those in um in the level. Oh my! What the fuck happened? Hello? Oh, it looks like King K dropped
0: out of the call. <laughs> Rip. There's that. Uh, uh I'm sure he'll
1: be back he in a is. minute. King K, are you He's back there. with us? I, I don't know what happened. Oh, okay, um, there you go. I don't know what happened. Um, Anyways, I would love to see that in the levels. I love, like, the idea of Shadow Mario taking away your shit. And, like, they do that with the Goopy Inferno. um, Episode 2 of... Uh, is it Pianta Village, right? Yep. So they do that with Goopy Inferno. And, like... I love that you can either, that's another sequence break I love, that you can either go under, or like, this is how I did it as a kid. It's really jank. I went to the middle, where that water is, and I splashed my way um to the golden mushroom. I'd like do dives, like like slowly carving out a piece to that place so I could jump on the little guys there. It was super jank. But later, like, you can go up that big palm tree and jump off and then get there. I'm like, I love that they do that for some levels, and I wish that they did that for more levels. Kind of like taking away the flood and having some challenge. Like, how about, um, for an El El Piantissimo level, they could have taken away the flood, you know? El Piantissimo, the Piantissimo family fortune. (laughs) I love that, too. I love that race. I just wish they were more challenging. Yeah. Um, well, At least they
0: were nice enough not to
1: put them yeah. in every
0: yeah. single level. Like a certain yeah. other 3D Mario game. Uh,
1: but, Ooh, well,
0: but I digress. Yeah. I digress enough. Enough. I'm done with that. Uh, so, hey, Docs. Are we getting... Uh, I think it's time to talk
1: about <gasps> a certain blue trinket alright Sonata I don't. I wonder if Sonata's paying attention we have to write this down Sonata's, Sonata's eyes step. are glazed over <laughs> hold on it's 1 58 44 I'm going to make an intro I'm going to make a segment that's called the great blue coin debate of 2018 All right. and I'm surprisingly an enough
0: it sounds like we're two on two for this I thought I would be alone <laughs>
2: Honestly, I'm more <laughs> indifferent. Okay. Like, like, I'm not really... Like, I, maybe if I was, like, if I... Because I, I, I only hear bad things about the blue coins because people who went out of the way... like, I, I knew about the blue coins going in. Yeah. You know? I knew what they did, so I didn't really waste my time with it. So it's like, I get why people would be upset at the same time, I also see the value in them but I'm I'm not going to do it. I don't want to do it cuz that doesn't seem like fun to me. Mm-hmm. So but I'm not like going to rip my hair out over it.
1: I'm going right. to keep it real with you chief. I hate blue Oh god play
2: that that Here low beat rap.
1: <laughs> Put some lo fi hip hop. it. Sonata, <laughs> Sonata, <laughs> Sonata
0: take <clears> Hadox <throat> <throat> hey rapping from the Sonic High School Stop. finale you play
1: that as the musical track for this part <laughs> I'm gonna keep it real with you chief blue coins are the bane of my existence I hate them I really do All right. <laughs> I'm anti blue coin to the extreme they will never be good <clears throat> um, just as the filler in
0: Odyssey will never be good speaking of filler uh, speaking of filler false I just... equivalence. Sure. A fallacy. Logical fallacy. Sure, fine, whatever. <laughs> Speaking of filler, a lot of people will criticize this game not unjustifiably for having filler in it. Because um, like uh, King K mentioned this earlier that you for a lot of the secret areas in the game, you will have to go back and play them again to get eight red coins as part of the 100% experience. Um, I guess uh, one thing I wanted to note... Is that people seem to don't don't seem to have a problem with galaxy doing the exact same thing with prankster comets
3: and I or the, the actually <laughs> i don't think it's it's a very fun um, thing in to do, 3d land and for me at least it's like it's a different challenge each time but
0: 3d yeah. land and 3d world I also do the same thing guy. by like recycling levels and making them slightly different. And then you get the Odyssey, and the filler that you have to compare it with is walking a dog to a crater, uh, ground-pounding on a random Mm -mm. stump, Mm -mm. uh, throwing Mm -mm. your hat on something to make a moon (laughs) appear. Like, the filler Mm -mm. in that game is boring (laughs) and not mechanically interesting. Uh, Whereas I will take going back for red coins, because at least that's some kind of mechanical challenge. And you get to play with Flood this time, so the platforming's (sighs) different. You know, the only bad part about it in my opinion is like that you have to go through all the work to get back into the level again. Like for the casino one, that's annoying to have to get the sevens on the wall and then solve the little slide puzzle to get back into the pipe so that you can go get the right coins again.
1: That part hey, Michael, is annoying. Do yes. Do you do you like um Positioning the lava boat around? Do you no, like that? No, I actually we've
0: we've discussed this earlier in our own in our own DMs here, and I said that I I actually do not, in fact, like the mud boat in <laughs> sunshine.
2: I thought you liked speed running it.
0: I do. I do like.
2: You know, like speedrun strats, you know, just That's Eric that you're thinking of (laughs) Eric
0: Eric likes to speedrun Corona Mountain By that I mean he tries going (laughs) through the mudboat section in Corona Mountain like a goddamn maniac and dying a billion times
2: By the way, Sonata please do me a huge favor link like a full playlist of Zebros play fucking Mario Sunshine I love that shit so much I love that shit so
0: much. Uh But to be frank, Hadox, I would much rather get those ten blue coins in Corona Mountain than play a
1: bunch of boring filler in Odyssey. Okay, okay, hold on. But the boring filler in Odyssey is literally f- like a, a second out of your time. There is like, but when you, but when you you've already gotten you get a,
0: but you've already gotten all the good moons, but during your first like playthrough, you're, you're and you have to go back.
1: You're, and it's not meant to be But they aren't telegraphed
0: Is the problem So? It's like there's like this one moon right next to your ship at Bowser's Castle in Odyssey That's like you literally throw your hat at a post, but the post isn't glowing or anything So there's no <sighs> indication
1: And, and that act those, in itself um, is
0: not challenging or rewarding
3: So it's just filler
1: But none the- none of the blue coins are the same way, they're not challenging Hey Ryan, I'm going to be honest. I just want to watch them mark I know this. They're not challenging. Are you telling me the one in Pinna Park where you have to go underneath the fucking, um, the, the, the pirate ships going down in that little thing where you have to hover nozzle up and that little, that little Grady thing. You think that's challenging? That's out of the way. You have to jump down, swim yes, in the water, then go up. that's fun because it's platforming no, it's and it's mechanically it's interesting. Throw your hat on a You're post to get a moon is not... You're going in the water, and you're swimming, and you're going up. That's out of the way, and it's stupid. You're not, like, it's not gratifying. The The blue coins give you jack shit. You have so to get do 10 the of them to get a shine. No, the moons the moons have a purpose. The, the not moons after give you've you extra gotten to the
0: darkest side. After that, all the filler means nothing.
1: And neither do all the moons you have to grind coins for. So do the blue coins. The blue coins mean extra nothing. The blue coins Okay, so bit. here's here's don't where I'm bit. gonna
0: have to come in. And King K actually sup- set this up surprisingly well. Is that what is fun about blue coins, first of all, there are only thirty of them in each level and not a random fuck all number <laughs> like there are moons. So it's no there's it, there's a, a more set order to of it.
1: moons. There's,
0: like, There's one, level, you can go. one level can have okay. 40, one level can have 70, you never know, and it just seems completely no. random. And
1: it's in there. You can open up the map, and it's there. It's all of them <laughs> in a list. Yes. Unlike the blue coins. The blue coins the has blue a little coins. tally. <laughs> and frankly, frankly yeah, the blue coins should have had a me. list. I
0: will agree with that much. That is something that could be improved in a remake. Um, because that is something where, like, <laughs> if you don't know what you missed, you b- you will have to look it up. But to be fair, I had to look asinine. up I had to look up where purple coins were in Odyssey because the levels are so big and have so much surface area that if you're missing three coins in Bowser's Castle, where's the first place you're gonna look? So I had to look that up. But,
1: but the purple coins are different. They they're not used for progression. To give you extra well, these are blue
0: coins. They're not used for progression. Exactly. Like Ryan said, you can skip exactly. them all if you They're want.
1: They're dumb. They're awful.
0: So, what I like about what <laughs> I like about blue coins is, is because in terms of the actual Shine Sprite part of the game, it's very structured and ordered in that. In Peanut Park, for example, do this platforming section and throw the Koopa off the p- the Ferris wheel, and you will get a Shine Sprite. Um, it's laid out in that kind of way. In terms of the very traditional exploration type collectathon-y sort of Banjo-Kazooie kind of thing, where like you're looking for music notes or gems inspired or precursor orbs, that role kind of falls to the blue coins. So in terms of actually exploring the levels, the blue coins give you that sort of incentive
1: to do it. And So you're saying a blue bird flying around that you have to spray haphazardly is an incentive for fun play. I'm saying it's an incentive to interact with the environment. And- okay, but that's dumb. It's the same complaint. It's the same with, like, the moons. <sighs> you're, like, lecturing me about that, but it's the same fucking shit. Except difference- blue birds are worse because they give you nothing. Okay. And they're dumb. So here's where you I... stop the flow of the gameplay. You have to fucking when you get it, they go boom, <laughs> boom. and then you have to pause it and you say, "Do you want to continue?" Yeah. And then you say yes or no. And I it's always stupid. say no because it's faster. Yeah. So there, that dumb. solves that problem. Uh, but you can't mash your way through it. You have to move it down too.
0: Yeah, and it's not that hard, K
1: Docs. I'm telling it's you, dumb. it is not that it's hard. Stupid. It disrupts the flow of the gameplay. It's stupid. I, you know what? Sure. <laughs> Fine. Blue coins are the worst. Fine. The the I
0: little text box like popping them. up. They're so bad. Sure, that shouldn't have been there. Fine. Like.
1: <laughs> but in terms... I cannot make I myself like... collect blue listen, coins. Listen to I me. see them and I actively avoid them. Like, listen to me. If I'm not 100%ing it and they're out in the open and I can get them, I don't because I fucking hate them. I don't collect <laughs> to, them. To be honest, Tadox <laughs>
0: I do think that there is some equivalency between throwing your cap on a post to get a moon and knowing that you're supposed to but take a fruit that's and easy. drop it into the blender on top of the gelato beach house. Like, there's some equivalency but there, so, but
1: there's something so about easy. you press a button, you press one button for Odyssey. But here's one the thing, button. though, is that that's not sunshine, mechanically gratifying. One button. I got some. I'm gonna.
2: I'm gonna. I'm gonna back up Exo a little bit. So. The same reward in Odyssey that you would get for clearing a challenging obstacle course is the same one you'd be getting for walking a dog or walking, you know, or, or kicking a rock around. You know, it's a moon. You get moons for almost every little thing that you do. Blue sh- blue coins, in a way, it's like its own... It's like its own thing. It's like, blue imagine... Blue coins
1: don't do anything.
2: They... They... <sighs> I mean, they do and they don't, because they give you more shine sprites, you know? So, it's just, it's it's a weird way of giving you more of the same shit. But it gives you something else. Like, I think, like, if... You know, if some of the stuff they had to do in order to get the blue coins... If instead of blue coins, if they gave you shine sprites... Then the shine sprites themselves wouldn't feel as valuable. You know? Like, there's so okay. many moods in Mario Odyssey that it yeah they all feel the same but you know with sunshine the blue coins kind of have like their own thing going for it
1: but you know blue coins don't do anything that's the problem and they're okay so listen stupid (laughs) extrinsically the blue
0: coins do nothing they give give you shine sprites to get 120 shine sprites so you can get that gives you the postcard So, yes, extrinsically, there's no reason to get them. But (laughs) intrinsically, they're fun to collect because they encourage exploration. And frankly, there are a lot of them that aren't. There are equivalent to some of the filler moons in Odyssey. But there are a lot of them that are not. There are a lot of them that are just... Like, for example, Rico Harbor is one of my favorite levels to get all the blue coins in because I feel like they went with less of that stupid hidden kind of shit and more of if you platform around the girders in the specific way, you will get one. Like, there are the little crane arms that move left to right in like an arc pattern on top of them are blue coins so if you could figure out a way to jump up there you get a blue coin so that's kind of like the game's way of rewarding you for figuring out a little tricky platforming thing there is another blue coin that's hidden on the side of a girder so you have to slide down and grab that there's another blue coin where if you jump using the blooper you will get that there's another blue coin where if you figure out a way to defeat the spider enemies on the boat you're rewarded for doing that so it makes you in And if those things weren't there, you would have no incentive to kill those spiders or jump on top of that swinging crane thing or any of that stuff. And that's what I like blue coins for, is that they make the environments feel like there's something le- worth looking for in there. Whereas with hey. Odyssey, it feels like they didn't need to have that because there were so many moons already. Like, they didn't need to have but the one in the, the post. Point. Because that's there's the no reason... There's nothing interesting about interacting with that. They didn't need the dog... But what what is but fun Odyssey, is finding uh, the linear platforming sections or finding the little 8-bit sections on the wall or grabbing all the music notes. That's actually fun. You know... That's why the filler to me in that game is insulting because it adds nothing and it didn't need to be in the game because there was plenty of content already, so it just pads it out. Whereas the blue coins actually seems like it's in service of exploration and level design. Because if there weren't blue Blue coins, coins there'd be no reason to explore because you'd just be going for (laughs) you know shine sprites the whole time. That is where I draw the line on that.
2: You know, I gotta say, like... As someone who's always been indifferent towards the blue coins, I think EXO won this debate.
1: No, I'm not finished. <laughs> I'm not finished. You haven't given me time to retort. Because first of all,
2: what <laughs> do you, buddy, you to say? They're really, stupid the What, to what do blue talk. coins
1: do, Do so they do nothing? <laughs> they do nothing. They do nothing. All right. Great. Maybe, maybe <laughs> if you got an upgrade, like. Maybe if they gave Flood an upgrade, I would be like, okay, that's interesting. You know, but they give you fucking shine spirits I'm not that, saying... Michael, let me finish. Hey, Chief, Chief, <laughs> let me finish. All right. And the moons in Odyssey, Odyssey was designed to, like, take it at your own pace, you know? Like, you you can find how many moons you want in a level and just, like, get do your thing and get out of there. But the thing is, with the filler moons in Odyssey, the power moons are in service of something the entire time. Like, and and it's small things. Like, when you find a power moon from doing a mundane task, the the task is mundane. But the fact that you found it from doing a mundane task is like, holy shit, just interacting with the the world gives me something. What did you say?
0: I said blue coins serve the same (laughs) purpose.
1: No, they don't. Because blue coins don't give you anything blue coins give you shine spritz that don't amount well, here's to anything the thing.
0: at all by the, when you get a certain number of power moons then all of a sudden power moons become just as worthless by your own definition no mm-hmm. no
3: because th- this it's the same all thing alright alright hold on hold on let me back I'm backing Halox up actually <laughs> <Hell yeah. laughs> um I know what you're trying to say Halox I actually I get it thank you I think you. I get it here's the thing when, when you're talking strictly, when you're talking strictly like what you need to get through the game, your own playthrough, your own play experience, the blue coins don't amount to sure. anything. Mm-hmm. In Odyssey, your own play experience, what you define is your end point. If you are not 100%ing, what you define as your end point is up to you. Whereas in Sunshine, it is not up to you. Therefore, the blue coins are pointless unless you are going for 100% explicitly. Yes, that is. And that the way is. that Sunshine frames it, the way that Sunshine frames the game is a lot more structured than the way that Odyssey frames it. Odyssey does have structure, yes. they they lead. They have their own little storylines in each of the worlds. But you need a set amount of moons to move on. I know, it's just...
0: <laughs>
2: and in, that, that's exactly my, like... In that case, though, then why did there have to be so many moons and... Like, I don't understand why they couldn't have structured Mario Odyssey in a way where... the thing
1: is, with so many moons, you have so many options to, like, go through an, a, a world, you know? That, like, you know,
2: there there is that, but there's also the idea of... of of dominant strategy, okay. That that's something that I think can be applied with Mario Odyssey, where it's like, you know, if if there's something that's easy to do and you can do it consistently to break the game, you're always going to do it. And in every single world in Odyssey, like in every single world in Odyssey, you always have to like kick a rock a few times, or you don't have to. But, like, it's there. You can kick a rock a few times to get a moon, stack a bunch of Goombas on top of each other to get a moon, walk a dog, get horse but and that's sheep.
1: Your, you, you know, you and it's that, like, my like thing every is game. that, like, if
2: I see that, I'm like, oh, that's an easy moon, I might as well get it. I don't feel anything for getting that. There's not really a challenge to it. It's not fun. I'm getting it because, you know, oh, it's just gonna fucking, you know, it's not gonna make the game drag out for an eternity.
1: And but I, then I, that's your I, choice. But that's kind that's of just the like, great joy of Odyssey. It's that choice of paving your own path to get it. Okay, I want to nip this in the
3: bud right now because this argument's never going to go anywhere. And you want to know why? Is because, okay, both of these perspectives argue from different points. I agree. What Michael is arguing is 100% based, what Hadox is arguing is not yeah Mm
0: -hmm. if you want to enter any percent the game it's never going to get any yes blue coins are worthless to actually finish the game all you need to do is get the seven things and that's why i like sunshine more than odyssey in that respect because it's more structured so yes blue coins are worthless in that sense but like King k is saying i am a completionist when i play collect-a-thons it is my philosophy That because they are so open-ended and focused on optional activities, that they are meant to be 100%ed. And because of that, I was going to go after the blue coins, regardless of whether they reward me with stuff or not. And in my opinion, searching for them adds some exploration value to the stages that they would not have otherwise. And that's why I find them intrinsically satisfying to collect.
2: I guess you can also say with the blue coins, it kind of flush out the level design a bit more too.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Which
2: is what you were saying,
1: yeah.
0: Like, you, you have no yeah, incentive I, to go on top of the crane in Rico Harbor if there weren't a blue coin there.
1: But I agree with you, in, in a sense, because your perspective is as valid as mine, because I think I don't, I don't find intrinsic value in collecting things. I'm a materialistic person, and I need like a reward to keep me going for yeah. many things like that. Like, in, in Spyro Hero's Tale, I find... <laughs> and that's a game that Hadox and I also disagree on for the folks at home. <laughs> I You know, it's like, you don't get anything for collecting all of the light gems. But there's just like...
0: I, I mean, I, I know, I can't collect. remember, it, but
1: I feel like you get something. It just wasn't good. You, you get a cutscene at the end with all of them watching. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it's the and it's elders, like it's and dumb.
0: they're like watching TV, and then for getting all the dragon eggs of a set, you unlock the ability to play the boring mini games at any time
1: you want, and and the ability to play as the red dragon and the pink one. Yeah. So um, I mean, and like technically, that's that,
0: more than sunshine gives you. So but I suppose even it,
1: then, I collect it because it's like I don't know. I like I find the same intrinsic value there. But with, like, Sunshine, because it's just a postcard, and, like, it... Well, it, you know... For me... Technically... Okay, wait, wait let me finish this fine, spot. Let sure. me finish it. Because, like, it is a minuscule thing when you collect a blue coin. It stops you, but I hate that in games. Even with Odyssey, and well, we can get to Odyssey when we do, but when Odyssey stops you for, like, the moon and plays the animation, I just... Sometimes I don't like that you know yeah like stuff like that and I'm that. the one who complained about the tech speed not green of Time so I
0: I can yeah. see what
1: you mean yeah but the thing is with Odyssey 2 I really like how it's like when I any percent the game I can do there, there are the multitude of moons gives me the opportunity to like go at it whatever angle I want to go at it because I don't 100% Odyssey because I don't want to like I don't see the value in that because it's too much but, and I'm yes. fine with that. I'm fine with not completing it and I like it. So great blue coin debate over I suppose. Nobody well, wins. Sure, but I do
0: feel like there's something else I want to say. I, I So you guys, I'm the big Metroid guy of the group. I mean KingK and Hadox and I think ryan's played a few Metroid games as well king K is probably the second biggest i mean i love pretty much every Metroid okay. game i played so, so. we're at least so familiar with the process of 100 percenting those and i think the big difference there is that i feel like blue coins gratify me in the same way that finding a missile tank behind a little platforming section does if that makes any sense like and it's one of the reasons why i like metroid more than metroidvania is because it feels like it does a better job of lacing the level design with little things to interact with like that, which rewards you with ammo expansions. And to give Haydock some credit, those ammo expansions actually do something in the context of the game, which makes it you know like makes it easier to fight bosses and gives you more health to tank hits and stuff. So that's that's a difference there. But really, blue coins. Gratify me in the same way because what I really like about replaying Super Metroid over and over again is figuring out the most efficient route to get all of those expansions and beat the game. So it's like a 100% speedrun thing. And there are ways to create routes through Planet Zebus to minimize backtracking. And that to me is really entertaining on repeat playthroughs. And that's what I like about Sunshine as well, is that there are ways to minimize the amount of time spent looking for blue coins and beat levels in record time. And that's why I come back for 100% speedruns all the time. And to complete the Metroid parallel, what you get for percentages in Metroid are the same thing that you get in Sunshine. Depending on what percentage you get in, like, say, Super Metroid, a certain amount of Samus's clothes will come off at the end. You get That's the postcard for that game. Whereas in Sunshine, depending on what percentage of the shines you get, someone else will find Bowser Jr.'s magic paintbrush, and if you get all the shines, you get the postcard instead. So it's like you get an image in both cases. The only real difference here is that blue coins do not do anything in the context of the game, besides give you more shine sprites, which are useless and in an any percent run. Whereas in Metroid, if you get a Missile expansion, you have more missiles to use, so that's more instantly useful. So, yeah. i That's just, I'm a completionist. I I can't help it. And it's something that is incredibly difficult to turn off in my brain. I can't any percent a -a collectathon. It's just not how I work. And for what it is, I feel like there's a lot of replay value to Sunshine if you can figure out where all the blue coins are and play the game like that. So yeah. So that's that's all I have to say about it. I'm done.
2: So, is there anything else that say a right, Sunshine or do we wrap it up? Ugh.
3: Give closing thoughts probably. Mm-hmm. That's, that seems like a good way to end the, the overall discussion with the debate. Mm-hmm. All right, so that that was the big uh, Super
0: Mario Sunshine Blue Coin debate of 2018, um, and lots of. I feel like you guys already. We don't even need to talk about Odyssey now because. <laughs> maybe uh, I don't, but you I mean, guys haven't. You, you guys haven't about chimed Odyssey. in all that much, so I don't know. We're still gonna do one either way. Just I feel like I've laid my hand out on the table already.
1: <laughs> That's gonna be an interesting podcast.
2: I'm fucking ready for it. Oh wait, uh,
1: um, I want to. For say, now, we need, we should give our closing thoughts on yeah. Sunshine. Can I go first? Um, who can go first? Yeah, can go I go
0: first? Sure. Yes, please.
1: Okay. Go ahead. I love Mario Sunshine. Um, it's my favorite game of all time. It makes me very happy when I play it. Like. I don't know. I've been in this weird thing of, like, critical analysis where I've been, like... I don't know. Thinking about, like, games that make me feel really good when I'm playing it. And games like LEGO Star Wars, Mario Sunshine, and Spyro Heroes Tale, and the original Spyro trilogy as well, like... I play those games, and I see, like, flaws. And, like, I'm like, this is... These are things I would have changed. These are things I don't like. But then I'm like, I love it, and I'm having fun, and it's making me very happy. Like when I, when I'm in Mario Sunshine, and like you know, you go to um, Gelato Beach, and you hear like the Cattaquacks quacking along, and you hear the bum 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 and like you're just like running around with Mario, and he's like he's like squealing as he's jumping it's like fuck that's awesome that makes me feel so happy and like I love this game so much everything about it is so like cheesy and like it's a, it's a mess it's a masterpiece I love that phrasing of it so much especially like we didn't talk about the ending but when when the, the final boss is literally them in a bathtub <laughs> That's fucking yeah. amazing. And like, um... When when they're at the end and Bowser's like... Well, Junior, I have some bad news. Mama Peach isn't actually your mama.
2: She Cause... is not <laughs> the
1: mother. <laughs> I love that. But yeah, I love it. Anyways. I like this game a lot. As well.
2: Uh, I'm reluctant to say that I... Love it as much as Hadox, hey but... It is my favorite 3D Mario game. Uh, even though I, I would go out and say that this probably is the 3D Mario game with the least amount of polish to it. Um, and it's like, I look at some of my... You know, some of the games that I really enjoy. Like, like I could tell that Majora's Mask was... Just, like, not even a year, if I remember right.
4: Yeah, and yeah. And Sonic
2: Adventure, that was rushed to an extent. You know, that has a lot of problems as well. It's like, I... I don't I know someone here said it. I'm pretty sure it was King K, but I find like kind of flawed games, you know, to be fascinating and I find them to be more interesting and more enjoyable than a game that will be Yeah. Yeah. No flaws, no flaws, ten out of ten though. The way how I see it is that I think like the more flawed that your game is, like as long as there's like that one nugget That makes it really fucking good. That's all you really need because then it makes that that little nugget shine even brighter than, you know. Like, it it makes it so that I don't even think about the problems that, you know, that are holding the game back. Like, there's a game I'm playing right now. It's called Shining Resonance. It's flawed up the ass. But, you know, I like the characters and I like the combat, you know, and I like, you know, doing little extra dungeons and stuff like that. You know, it has really bad fucking pacing, but I don't really care because, again, I like the characters and I like all the optional stuff that you get to. You know, but it's like if you got stuff like that, then it makes me more interested. It makes me appreciate the good stuff in your game a lot more. So, and sunshine falls under that category. So that that's that's my two cents.
3: Uh, Kinke am I going you now? Can, I don't know. I can go, um, but you can go too. I don't care who I'll go. I mean, I probably, again, I probably have the lowest opinion, but I still like it. It's just... I feel like Sunshine tried to have it two ways sometimes, and I don't... It's a very strange combination. I wish it just would have went all or nothing. It's kind of why I appreciate what, what Galaxy does, because Galaxy is not... In the same way as Sunshine, it's not set up like that. It's not really immersive in the same way, but I kind of like yeah, how that game kind of stuck to its own, like... It's structured, kind of, yeah, but like it, it it made it work incredibly well. It just kind of stuck to its guns, and I kind of wish Sunshine would have done yeah. that. I see what you mean, yeah. Because there are a lot of things that I like about it that kind of get drowned out by the things that are weird for me. Mm-hmm. But... I like it
0: you know i mean so i guess it's it's my turn uh then and i i don't know i find it kind of interesting hadox that we were vehemently arguing a minute ago about a game <laughs> that we both we we were we were both fighting <laughs> vehemently about a game that we both love to the moon and back pun intended well yeah not not power moon back but you know what i mean it's <laughs> that we both absolutely love this game, but for completely different reasons.
2: I just realized something. With Mario Sunshine, you get the sun, the sun looking things. And Mario Odyssey, you get moons. Whoa.
0: And then Galaxy, you get stars. Because you're in the space. But
2: Hadarx was talking about the moons and you were talking about the points, which gives you suns. It's like they're yin and yang.
0: Uh, Ryan, you're drunk. Um, <laughs> no! Uh, <I'm> <laughs> um, but I, I love Super Mario Sunshine a lot uh, for all the reasons that uh, you guys have mentioned. But I don't know I guess for me, like I love the unique Isle Delfino worlds. I like the visual design and the music. I love how much character and ironic enjoyment that comes from it. Uh, but I guess most of all, what I love about it and why I 100% it like constantly, like I want to go play it like right now, <laughs> um, is that it is to me it is just so replayable and, and so much fun to come back to and try to just tighten up your run that much more and try to get through it all quickly and, you know, figuring out the best routes. And I know that's to me is and I The fact that two completely different people can play it, uh in any percent and 100% and both find something to really, really love, I think speaks a lot to Sunshine's lasting appeal and just how much it can do for the right people. So, yeah. That's my final thoughts.
2: My final thoughts is that I want Isaac to smash
0: the It'll never happen. Anyways, uh, thank you all for watching the second episode, which ended up an hour longer than the last one, because probably because of the blue coin debate. Uh, But there's just a lot more to talk about with Sunshine, I feel like with 64, it's kind of like, you know, it's a game. But Sunshine, whether you like it or not, there's just a lot more to talk about. So yes. So uh, next up in the 3D Mario retrospective will be the episode on Super Mario Galaxy. Uh, so look forward to that, folks, and we'll see you guys next time for n- another Unverse cast. Yeah.
4: Goodbye.
2: I,
1: that was really fun.
2: That was a good one, but I'm fucking tired of shit. And I gotta be out of bed at 5.
0: The music used in this podcast is as follows. Aces High, Airport Lounge, Apparel Hour, Awesome Call, Bossa Antigua, Bossa Bossa, Chucky the Construction Worker, Continue Life, Cool Vibes, Crinoline Dreams, Deuces, Dirt Roads, Dispersion Relation, District 4, Eternity, Fireflies and Stardust, Funnin' and Sunnin', Funky Chunk, Hard Boiled, Hepcats, Honeybee, In Your Arms, Intractable, Jazz Brunch, Leopard Print Elevator, Lobby Time, Local Forecast Dash Slower, Loping Sting, Matt's Blues, Mining by Moonlight, No Good Layabout, Novel Noel, Octo Blues, Porch Blues, Porch Swing Days Dash Slower, Samba Isabel, Shades of Spring, Sidewalk Shade Dash Slower, Somewhere Sunny, Street Party, Water Droplets on the River, and Winter Chimes. All of these tracks were composed and performed by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com, and are licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. Please check out our channel on YouTube.com for video versions of all our podcasts. This episode of the podcast was edited by Sonata-kun, who you can check out on YouTube at youtube.com slash and on Twitter at twitter.com slash underscore 07. Thank you all very much for watching our podcast, and we'll see you guys next time.